I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hey everybody, welcome back to Korg. This is Core episode, uh, where are we? 255, holy crap. Thursday, February 18th, 2021. Scott Johnson here with uh, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And we're at it again, fellas. We got it going on right here on the eve. Let's see. Yeah, the eve of BlizzCon line. Ooh. Yeah, it's BlizzCon, I, BlizzCon line eve yeah uh, I, you know the excitement of what i was gonna say was completely killed by that awful title <laughs> like having to stumble over blizzcon line yeah to try and get to the rest of the thing i was going to ejaculate in the <laughs> in the sense in the in the verbal sense you know as they as sometimes when you read a book they say uh i want to i want out you know robert ejaculated yes like, it, they do that in books so yes. i do i'm actually using it in a conversational context yeah but the excitement with which i was about to ejaculate something exciting about blizzcon line <laughs> was stopped because i tripped over blizzcon line yeah so hardcore yeah uh, <laughs> it's great to be back everybody. it is great to be back isn't it and also <laughs> Uh, I read that in a that was in a Harry Potter book where Ron ejaculated quite a bit. They yeah. say that <laughs> it wasn't Ron fan- always ejaculated. Ron ejaculated. <laughs> it wasn't fan fiction. It was like straight up J.K. Rowling would say, you know, he'd be in class and go, uh, Mister or uh, Professor So and So, that's not right. Ron ejaculated like that. Yeah. Thankfully, there's exactly. a comma there. Oxford comma matters. 
so so like this is a weird thing about the world right we have all these books that do that but none of us ever say that casually in conversation right but it happens still it's still in a lot of written books now yeah i use the word ejaculated in casual conversation far more than you might think give me an example give us give us a raw raw example of when john might throw that word out (laughs) raw example (laughs) uh I feel like I've walked into a place, realized I shouldn't be here, yeah. and have nothing to offer that's going to be appropriate or acceptable. Yeah, and I'd like to just Abe Simpson this and turn right back around, collect my hat, and head back out the All way right. I came. Perf- perfect, uh, perfect. I like that. Also, the, the yeah, best. That's, that's a raw example if I ever heard one. Yeah, it's pretty raw. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't use that word very often, but I will today. We've got a lot of news to ejaculate here on the show and uh, <laughs> very excited about it. Games have been playing, all that kind of stuff. And because BlizzCon line is starting, uh, we may have some thoughts and feelings about what we might hear this week, some of which got leaked, but I don't think we're going to talk too much about all that. Just, you know, some people are staying away from the leakage. And I don't know that there's anything in here that either wasn't already predicted, already rumored, or. Yeah, it was the most, I mean, what I saw, and I don't know if I saw the right thing, it was the most, like, no-duh, like, ever leak, like, oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> really really leaked a spectacular uh, set of predictions. The stuff that, the, the stuff that we're, we're all kind of pining for, whether it be additional WoW stuff or, you know, Diablo 4 stuff, all, none of that's leaked and none of it, we don't know what's happening with any of it. So I, there's still so much for this show to have that uh, that didn't happen. The, the one notable part about it, I guess, we may as well mention it now, is um, the leak is kind of a leak. <laughs> it's it's more of a Blizzard mistake. Um, they had uploaded PR content or basically um, like co-stream assets and some other things. They do this all the time so that people who want to stream stuff, including me on Friday, I've got plans to do a co-stream with Garrett. Uh, I'm going to use... Um, some of the art and some of the stuff, the assets that they gave us. And they always do this. Whenever there's an event, they send you a link and say, here's the ac- here's access to it. And it's a public link, so it's not a hard thing to get. And it's usually like, oh, here's an Ardenweald background, and here's Thrall looking pissed, and here's a cool wallpaper, and here's some other stuff for maybe overlays you might do on your stream. And I guess in there was erroneously and by accident uh, was was some stuff that led to a few of these leaks and it's kind of a bummer that that's how that went down but um, uh, I mean it's a big company with a lot of a lot of shit you know information exchanging hands I mean accidents are about to happen yep. it's, it's all true uh, but we got we got other stuff too we had an, uh, the first Nintendo Direct this week since last September I want to say a long time ago and uh a lot was announced there. There's only one part of it I care about. And a bunch of other stuff. You can have pets in No Man's Sky now. So let's get to it. I mean, one of us even played it, I assume, for the pets. Right, John? You played it. You went to play it for the pets. Was that the idea? Two, two of us played it. Oh, I missed Bo, that. Bo, I played was it. In there. Bo was in there, too. I mean, oh. that's our Since Divinity 2 wrapped up, that's also it's been a multiplayer experience for me. I'm... I have to teach people how to play this game, and I, it's, apparently it's a very easy game, but it's hard for some people. 
Are you, are we, anyways. is that some person? Are we going to call him Crofton in Canada? Is yeah, that the we person? are. Anyways, okay. yeah. Right. I, I said, this is a pretty easy game. It's like a space sim, but an easy version. So everyone can wrap their heads around it and then play it for an hour. And he's like, this isn't easy. And I'm like, God, you suck at games. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's like four buttons in this game and you got to learn a recipe. But anyways, it's, um, it's uh, turning out to be quite fun. Yeah. I blew their minds when I said, oh yeah, you can milk the aliens eventually. You can build a milker. And of course, that's what got him excited. He's stoked about that. Getting to milk his own. <laughs> well, purchase. I mean, it's just what game, I, you know, there's not many games that aren't explicitly like a farm game where you can milk things. That's true. Especially aliens. Like, have you seen some of the aliens in this game? They don't look milkable, but Mm-mm. here yeah. we are. Everything's got I teeth. believe the text even says gently milk. Oh, does it? Gently yeah. milk a. Yeah. Uh, it's a gentle milking, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Well, nobody wants Not a hard milking. Assertive or aggressive one. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to milk too hard is what I'm saying. But uh, Right. You want the milk to uh, feed nicely to you. You don't want it to ejaculate all over. Yeah. You want it to ease, for, ease from the nipple. You don't need a, nip, a ejaculatory nipple. I agree, I agree no. with that. A forceful no. yeah. ejection of the, milk, the milky material from said nipple. It's, it's funny, though, because usually I get back into No Man's Sky after they do one of these updates. Yeah. And this is the first time where I actually beat the update. I was like, man, I really I could go for more No Man's Sky. I'm going to get back into that. And I, I played it and I played it, I think, for a day or two. And then they said, oh, wow. here's a big update with pets. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this, this cool. is great. Yeah. And the thing I love about them is because they do they do these big updates. My wow player brain is like. All right, well, what kind of crazy thing am I going to have to grind in order to enjoy these great new features that they right. put in? And sometimes they do stuff like that. But in this case, no, you go down to the planet. I crafted something. It was super easy to craft. Didn't cost hardly anything. I gave an animal some food and it was like, you want this to be your loyal companion? I was like, yes, it's adorable. It runs on two legs, has wings, and is the cutest little thing I've ever seen in my life. I need this to just follow me everywhere I go, and it does. Can I do one of the gnarly-looking, penis-looking ones? Like, that doesn't have to be a cute one, right? I can be whatever I find. Oh, no. You can can pick a true abomination if you want. Oh, good. Yeah, they got these weird, like, celery... Penisy, eyebally things. <laughs> like, I think I know what Scott's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're all such a mix, and they're never never two are the same. But there is a com there is a semi sort of common, very awkward looking ish creature that you see in a lot of planets. And I want to get the ugliest freaking one and make him my best friend. That's what I mean, I you can get some really humongous ones too. Like I've been on a planet where they're like they're the size of the Empire State Building. Like I just walk around, and you hear goosh, 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 and they're mammals and they're super friendly. Like they they're herb, herbivores and they don't attack you, but they're just humongous. So there's no limit on how big, or it's just any of those. No, no. Like I've seen them the size of houses. Like it's kind of wild, and it's like they look kind of like the small versions, but they're their own unique remix, and they're the size. Like you're just like, oh my god, this is huge. How about the big? Yeah, no, go ahead. Giant chicken with a beetle shell on its back, and it was it was big as a mountain. And I rode on it. I didn't make it my companion, but I I climbed up on top and I rode around the landscape on top of a giant beetle chicken. It was amazing. That's pretty great. Are they um, rideable in every case? Is everything a mount as well? Or I no? think it depends somewhat on the pet. Okay. Um, because the like Bo said, there yeah. there's some that live under the ground, and you just see parts of them pop up here and there 
I don't think those are. Uh, my current pet is too small, like because it's just a little baby of this creature. Yeah. Um. So it's not really rideable. But I think once you get to like a certain size, um, mm. they're like, yeah, you can ride it. And apparently, very large, still rideable. Because I was thromping around. Very That's tall. great. I love that. I think I'm in. I need to get in there again. Then. Um. The question is, where do I do it? Because I really like playing that thing on my butt on the couch and i really like the series x version of that game so i might do it there but then like one of these times i'm worried we're gonna get so sucked into it that the three of us are gonna finally go you know what we ought to do we ought to go build that base we talked about forever ago and then i'm gonna be on it the wrong cross play yeah so i should probably play it on pc now that i say you can play this. wherever you want though but because you, you can do cross play between pc and console versions if you want i didn't know that the thing, the thing about that is we'd have to exchange friend codes and that's fine it's just a oh you do additional hurdle yeah, yeah so when you're on steam i can see my friends list in there yeah but um because crofton couldn't pull the trigger he played over xbox live yeah. and when i logged in i couldn't see him so we had to exchange codes and in, we each had to input codes to be able to see each other oh but well i think i, think I have you guys already oh you mean like not yeah we're all on steam but game pass is not the same it's considered a different environment than steam but i so have you on game like pass so since you're already a friend on game pass and i'm yours on game pass and we're steam, steam, friends. steam account yeah. I, I thought you have it on steam i do no i'm, yeah, I'm just saying play it on his couch yeah if i end up playing uh, on my xbox i think we're already yeah, friends that's what on i mean we probably well no we, you'd have it's not the same account as your steam account no so that's what i'm saying i've already uh, what i'm saying is you and i are friends on both steam and game pass so wouldn't it oh just we are work? friends on are we friends yeah maybe i don't remember i think so so i think it would just work I don't know. Yeah. Maybe well, we could test point, it. Yeah, we could test it. But the point is, that's cool. And I'm excited to hear that they're doing that yeah. stuff. That that game continues to impress me with their willingness to just do constant updates, never charge for yeah. any of them. Like, I'm at the game. point where I'm like, do they, do they still really not need to make money? Like, it's cool and all. I just, you know. Do you think they're still selling? Do you think they just, I mean, I know they still sell copies of the game because you hear about it going on sale. It shows up in the top 10 a lot on steam yeah, yeah so they must be doing okay um but whether you're right though like at some point don't they have to do something else like i know they've got their little their campfire game which is like a secondary little thing that's nothing to do with mm. no man's sky it's free well not free but it's part of apple arcades so if you have that you're already getting it so it's sort of free um you can it's get it on pc the point where it's so impressive right it's yeah i agree I, I mean, do they do a sequel? Do they finally do a full expansion and say, okay, for 29 bucks, we're doing an actual No Man's Sky expansion? Or are they just happy to just keep chipping away at it, being a small team and not stressing about the perpetual growth that everyone expects all the time out of everybody? It's <clears throat> enviable. I wish I could like feel this way about more games. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's wild. It's really cool. Like, you meanwhile, think, your favorite trading like card I'm game is constantly. Advantage. Your, your trading card game is constantly trying to sell you JPEGs. You know, like Hearthstone, every three months, they want you to drop $80 on JPEGs. And in the meanwhile, if this is your favorite game, you get kind of new, neat things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to pay anything. Yeah, It's kind of wild. It's pretty know? crazy. Anyways. Sorry, John, what were you going to say? No, I just, I it feels nice to feel, I mean, to a degree, it's like I'm taking advantage of them instead of feeling like, <laughs> Well, here comes the big video game company taking <laughs> taking my money again. Yeah. And uh, it just feels nice to be like, hey, if you guys want some more money, 
at this point, I feel like I'd give you some if you mm-hmm. if you want it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. I don't have much, but I will give you some if you would like some. If you want if you want to do No Man's Sky 2.0 or whatever you want to call it, I'll I'll freaking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they really have they've really gone above and beyond, and that game was already impressive from mostly a mathematical perspective. When mm-hmm. you just go, hey, we created a thing that you know, has 18 quintillion worlds for you to explore and you go, well, uh, that's a number that's insane. And when you try to think about that number and when you try and think of how much space, like if you had 18 quintillion word documents with a single character on it, like (laughs) that's not a small thing. No. (laughs) And this is way more complicated than that. Yeah. It's very cool. It just, you start to think about it and you're like, what they did was really hard mm-hmm. and I feel like they should be appreciated. Now I'm not going to pretend that the way it launched was a phenomenal earth shattering game. I liked it at the time, but I definitely felt a little disappointed, mm-hmm. but the way they have supported that and turned it into something even greater beyond it is, is really impressive. They have earned their way out of that hole, man. And that launch hole that they had. And even then, you know, like you're right, it's hard to do it because of the hype and all the other problems with how gamers see everything. But when that thing launched, it was kind of, especially a team of that size, kind of a mathematical miracle that that thing even existed. So was it missing a lot of the gameplay? Yes. Was it missing the compelling reasons to care about a thing that was that mathematically impressive? Absolutely. But they have earned it since with every update, it, then even more so. They've well they've gone well beyond that point of earning that back. And now I think I, I if they came out and said, look, we're doing a huge expansion and it's gonna be I mean, I don't know what that would be. The world's already this huge expansive thing, so what do you even do? Um but if they did, I'd gladly give them more money because they they've earned it. They've done a really killer job. So Go look for that today. Pets and companions, everybody. Just what you've been looking for. Do animals poo? They do, right? Because I can collect their poo. Oh, yeah. yeah it, they poo. The one, that's the, my one criticism. It's just not called poo. Like, it's called like... like um, It's one of the elements. Like well, I don't even remember. What's the element? Like a veracium like or something? Facium or oh, something like yeah, that? Face, yeah, facium. Like, they really should just have a, a poo. Like a poo card. <laughs> And they should make different sizes while they're at it. Big aliens should have bolder poos, and little aliens should have like uh, you know Smarties poo or something like right. that. Right. But I can't remember and what you, you can, collect you can combine them to make different compounds. Wasn't it for? It's for like doing your gardeny stuff, right? That's what that's for when you collect their poo. I think I think, I think it does a lot of things. I don't yeah. remember what, but there's a whole like cooking. There's also a big cooking. Like you can get a space barbecue. Have you, have you tried the space barbecue? I have not done that. <laughs> yeah so i feel like the next big you update can use that to make food here's the next big up to update and and it'd probably be free there or this is what i want them to do they're probably not doing this but i would love it if they revamped the crafting just to just to tweak it a little bit right now it's kind of a mess um yeah i, I agree a lot. i think the i think that at interface everything can be shrunk down a bit and yeah. provide a little more I love those games that show you the recipes in the game and you don't have to try and remember them or look them up like they could do a little that UI for showing you what the recipes are mm-hmm. it could be better. Sure. sure. Yeah. Well, I take there's there's a lot of little tweaks like that. It looks like maybe they're considering some of those, though, because this update did include where anytime you're given a dialogue choice, uh, 
it now you don't have to move a cursor over the option you want to pick mm -hmm. it locks the cursor to the top option and then you select like you normally would in any other video oh, that's game, great, actually. which option you, you want so yeah. that's cool because yeah, there's a part because when you're trying to learn language you have to go talk to 15 different people and do the same dialogues so like to make that faster it'd be great yeah ain't nobody yeah. got time for that um anyway more on that as we uh as we see uh check it out nintendo did a direct it's been since like i said last year and uh it's it's full it's its first full length direct in two years so they've done many stuff here and there but this is their first big one I missed it live. I really wanted to see it. I can't remember what I, what I was doing. Oh, I was in rehearsal for um, uh, and tech check for this for this Blizzard thing this weekend, so I wasn't able to see it. But um, they announced a bunch of new stuff, and is it you know you can never please everybody with these particular updates, but all but everything I want is happening. <laughs> I really want these Mario updates and freaking. Uh, warp pipes coming to um, my island on freaking Animal Crossing. I'm really stoked <laughs> about that. Uh, even though it seems like a small thing, I'm very excited about that. And then um, the big one for me is Mario Golf. I'm a gigantic fan of that series, and I buy them on everything they ever made them on, starting with that first Game Boy Color game. I love that game. Um, oh my gosh, I played that in the, the where I worked at the time. I just sit in that bathroom for an hour and a half and play. I just loved it. <laughs> People I don't think you're supposed me. to admit to that, Scott. Ah, I think that's supposed do? to be a, a secret. It's fine. They're going to call me into play... HR now and get all mad at me. I can't believe back in 1999 or whatever it was you were doing that. But yeah, anyway, I, loved I used it. to play Fire Emblem on bathroom breaks. Oh, that's a good. That was a good. That time. was a long one to get into, though. You'd be like, I'm going to just do one battle. Yeah. Be like, John, that was 45 minute bathroom break. And you're like, yeah, it was. I had a big lunch. Well, it's you not for you, you to judge. <laughs> You might uh, be happy then because they announced that uh, new Square Enix tactical RPG whose name escapes me at the moment. Where is it? It's a real goofy name. Trying to find it. Can't find it. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a game called something. And uh, it is basically, it looks like Final Fantasy Tactics and it's sort of like a spiritual successor to that. And uh, that's a lot like that game. So you could sit on your toilet for a long time playing that, maybe. I do like tactic games. Yeah. They're they're good. But my favorite thing about Nintendo Direct, and while I'm with you, Mario Golf was the, to me, that's the big announcement mm -hmm. um, of, of all of them. That was the kind of the one thing I was actually interested in. But my favorite thing about Nintendo Directs is the way they present them. Because it... Nintendo, you wouldn't know if they have a differing opinion on what they're announcing. They announce everything on a Nintendo Direct like it's the most important thing in the that world. they've ever done yeah. in the history of their company. Yeah. If they had worked out a deal with Microsoft to switch the little Minesweeper bomb icon into a bomb, yeah. they would set an entire section of the Direct aside and they would go, we're super pleased to announce that when you download the Nintendo update and play Minesweeper, the mines will now be bombs. Please enjoy our game. <laughs> like they are just a hundred percent committed to anything. It could be the dumbest, lamest news in the world, and they have somebody presenting it, and they are excited about it, and they're talking about it like you should be excited about it too. And I really respect that. Yeah. Even though most of the time, as I watched the direct, I was like. I don't care about most of this. Doesn't matter. They're excited and and that's just great. Yeah. 
I, I tend to agree. I really like Splatoon 2, so uh, 3 getting announced actually kind of made me excited. Um, that game was a little hamstrung by the way multiplayer works in that on that device. Uh, maybe they'll fix some of that for this, but I think the Splatoon series is underrated and very cool. Um, a lot of people were hoping for Mario Kart 9 or news about Breath of the Wild 2, which they did bring up, but said they're not going to be able to talk about it till the end of the year, so don't expect that game this year. Um, they didn't talk at all about Metroid, which bummed a lot of people out. They did announce Skyward Sword HD remaster yeah. coming out on Switch, which is weird because we talked about that, I want to say, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we said, well, how is that going to work? Because that whole game was based very heavily around the Wii Motion Plus gimmick. Yep. And I, does that mean you have to play it with the little waggles are you gonna be able to play it on a switch light how's it gonna how's it gonna play how's it gonna perform i'm i'm really curious about that uh although by most accounts it's not the best zelda game in the whole wide world anyway but i'm i'm kind of curious well i liked skyward sword fine but i don't like gimmick i don't like gimmicky stuff like one of the, the only thing that really hamstrung the two mario galaxy games for me was that terrible second player controller waggle mess i hated that stuff um and having to do that in those games annoys me and i didn't even fix that with that 35 year anniversary stuff so from what i understand according to this kotaku article i found um they have a way to do this so here's what they said the upcoming switch version uh has a workaround for you know those old wii controls sure you can use the joy cons to simulate the wii remotes if you want that's obvious but what if you own a Switch Lite or are playing in handheld mode or, most importantly, hated Skyward Sword's motion controls with all your heart? So as well, you can use the buttons. Finally, the right thumb uh, sticks handle sword actions while the other swingy actions are relegated to uh, button presses. You can see all of this in action below. Um, and they show that in part of the uh, the trailer for that during the direct. So I, I have faith that they can figure out a way to translate that okay. Um, the question is, will it be fun though yeah i don't know if this was an announcement of hey we're doing um we're doing wind waker waker hd again i'd been more excited about wind waker again because i love wind waker now if i'm nintendo headquarters i'm probably going we can't do that again that would be an offense to our people or whatever i don't know what they'd say right (laughs) but for me that would have been the game to tell me you're doing a new hd version for and i would buy it immediately on release this one i'm waiting for reviews and we'll see because I think all Zelda games at their heart are good in some way, with the exception of that's Majora's Mask is the worst. I hate that game. Oh boy, you're gonna <clears throat> people are gonna have thoughts on that one, Scott. Take away the timer, it's a great game. Leave the timer in, makes me want to kill myself. Freaking hate it. Uh but also I I mean I also have problems with Breath of the Wild. It's an amazing game with a bunch of stuff i hate like breakable weapons yeah, and breakable weapons mainly that that's, that's pretty much it yeah. <laughs> i um, hate it i yeah. hate it yeah and i mean and um, i hate it more that i'm now playing phoenix rising and realizing how much fun that can be without that in my way like just mm-hmm. get that out of the way and quit having it be this like weird gatey mechanic that just makes me mad and ruins my day and and messes up shrine visits and everything else i freaking hate that so but like no other game does either. Like, no. Well, I mean, weapons I mean, we decay. have durability in an RPG, but it's not even close to what you're talking about. Right. Like 
if there was a way for me to fix those weapons in Zelda Breath of the Wild, I would I wouldn't be complaining because all RPGs have decaying weapons or, or they break down over time mm. or whatever. Diablo, you, there's there are whatever. repair mechanics like whetstones and et cetera, et cetera. Right, yeah. like that to me would fix it, but they never did. Anyway, I don't even know if two will have that problem. But since they're not talking about that, we're left with Skyward Sword. That's fine. I'd still take Wind Waker over all these because I still think that Wind Waker might be my favorite Zelda game ever made. I love that game. Pretty darn good. Oh, it's so good. And it looked great. That Wii U remastered looked fantastic. There's no reason they couldn't just port this over. So I, I don't know what the holdup is. It probably just they're probably just doing them in order for all I know. But um anyway, that's uh those are the big ones. The one for me, uh the big one for me is Mario Golf, like I mentioned. I think that RPG looks pretty cool. I'm trying to find the damn name for it. Here it is. Project Triangle Strategy. It's a terrible name. Um, but it's a Square <laughs> Enix name. Uh, is that its actual name, or yeah. is it? It's that's what it's called right now. It is called. It is called the literal name, like in big blazing logo, is Project Triangle Strategy. So, what do you think of that? Sounds super fascinating. <laughs> That's the name. Triangle really? Fantasy? Yeah. Or, strategy, or is it like strategy. when they talked about the GameCube and it was called Project Dolphin? Well, this is not, this is supposedly a finished name for the game. Um, oh, it does say tentatively titled. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> They're going to change that. That's, okay. That can't be a name. Yeah, but That's the, not think a all name. those animes you love, man. There's so many dumb anime names like Dirty Girl Monkey Pants is the name of this no, manga. Dirty Girl Monkey Pants is a classic. <laughs> It's timeless. It's intro bangs. It's really good. <laughs> it's all about the intros of you guys. <laughs> uh, I love it. I mean, they're probably going to replace it with, you know, like we always criticize. They went through the name, you know, fantasy fight name generator. And yeah. it's going to be called Legends of the League of Heroes Champion Edition. Yeah, yeah. Just- Project Strategy. I'm watching the, but, the thing now. It's his working title. It uh, does say that. Okay. So that means the game's not as far along as I, it looks neat though. Like the game itself looks rad. Um, I think I'd, I think I'd play that game. Um, but that was a bit of a surprise. The fact that Mario golf's coming out in June was a surprise. That's sooner than people expected. Um, but this doesn't include, you know, there's no new Mario Kart, which, you know, probably needs a refresh at this point. Eight is really just the same eight that the Wii U had. Um, you know, can't please everybody, but I think overall was all right. Seemed like a decent number of uh, titles. Bunch of third party stuff too. That Fall Guys game is coming, and you know, hop on board that train. I guess all that. Put a bunch of Xenogears people in Smash. Oh yeah, I'm right. Sure, you know, that. it's never controversial when somebody gets added to Smash. So I'm sure everybody was happy with it, and uh, nobody oh, said yeah. a, a negative thing, especially yeah. with such a well known property like Xenogears. Yeah, like that'll. that'll, that'll I'm sure that was quiet. Yeah, quiet. Nobody made a big deal out of it. I did see. This is not oh, part uh, of this, but I saw Shovel Knight is coming to uh, Ubisoft's For Honor game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow! Finally, finally, right? <laughs> so dumb. The the jamming of Shovel Knight into everything is one of my favorite things in gaming. I don't even understand why it's happening. Like. I know you, just, you create a studio and I feel like you get a call and you can, hello? Hi, we represent Shovel Knight. We're wondering if we can put him in your game. Uh, my game is a Tetris clone. Yeah, but what if Shovel Knight shoveled the pieces onto the screen? Right. Like, to me, it's the weirdest thing. It's like uh, Captain Television or whatever they used to do with that Endless Runner character. 
um, Captain TV or t- uh, uh, what was that called? It was called. I know what you're talking about. You know but, what I mean, right? And yeah. he ended up in every other indie game. Like they just all say, "Hey, what if we had Captain TV or Meat Boy is going to show up in such and such or whatever?" So if it were me, I would have put that in. I would have put Shovel Knight and Smash Brothers, or maybe uh, 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 Meat Boy would be good in Smash Brothers, for example. Like if you're going to do some of that weirdness, do go all the way. Xeno Man, Meat Boy would be great in Smash Brothers. You could do a lot with meat. I agree. And you'd leave a little trail of bloody meat everywhere. It would really up the yeah. up the maturity. They level. should put the Hades guy as Agrius. Yes. Yes. Oh man, the there, there it is, bro. Yep. Actually, you should just make Smash Hades Smash. Smash Hades. Smash Hades. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Yes. Uh, by the way, Zagreus uh, John, should be in there. Yeah. I put I put um I spotted a hand you need to look evaluate in the Smash section of the Nintendo oh, Direct. We haven't done it, this in a while. Okay. Hold on. It, it didn't it didn't look like a very good hand and it made yeah, I was like something before I realized it was smash I was like oh this game's maybe kind of shit because look at how bad they did that <laughs> so this hand well, is from they, what from they're smash wearing Brothers? yeah they're wearing gloves that aren't great for pretending you have normal hands okay yeah. uh, but his fingers look ve- too small like he's got a gigantic palm and then he's got these little like stubby but fingers i think even it's because that color. yellow yeah i think it might be partially the coloring but yeah even with even with it there's something going okay. on with that hand You're being more really gentle than i thought too. i thought you're gonna savage this thing up and down but well okay, look I, I played heroes of the storm bow i've seen some hands in my day <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say for those maybe just joining us and don't know the history here we have a real thing with like finding terrible hands in video excuse me video games and then talking about it on the air and this is a bad. Well, hand. What, what was the best was like we would be evaluating a new hero in Heroes of the Storm, and John John would come in with the whole, yeah, it's great, but the hands, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had the hand section of of the evaluation. I think what's throwing us here is there's the silver inside of that glove, and it goes half, halfway up each finger, and it's making it seem like those fingers are super thin and, and yeah, I think I didn't post a big enough copy of the photo because like it, yeah. it really looks like his fingers are too small for the palm of his hand. Yeah. But if you look at it really well, close, and they look way fat on the base and way narrow on the tip. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just all kinds of things are wrong with this hand. Yeah, like it's a bad hand, but yeah. And then let me be the one to say this hand is, is utter jank. And yeah. Bo has, Bo has spoken. Smash Brothers. Bo has spoken on this. I don't know why <laughs> I critique hands. I don't have good hands. I have weird hands. I have a bent pinky on both hands. But you're a human. Like, you have the hand. Like, you, you define the hands. These are depictions of hands. Yeah, right. Like, Whether, look, my my, my yeah. pinky finger crooks. Oh, look at that. Like, it's we like have a little hand, curve. Yeah, we have hand diversity, you know? Yeah. It's curve. It's a fun magic trick with kids, though, because you can. I can make it look like it's straight. Yeah. And so I'll always go up to the kids and I'll go, "Hey guys, you want to see something freaky?" Oh, you uh, leave it there. That's gross. That's great. And they're like, "Oh, that's disturbing." And I'm like, "Ha ha! I traumatized <laughs> you like any good adult." And then I won't run away. If y'all are listening to the podcast version, you just missed a great visual demonstration of John's jacked up pinky. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's like watching this cheese guy with his cheese uh, cheese fountain. <laughs> um anyway, keep your eyes out for bad hands, you guys. You can send them in to us too. Uh talk to the core at gmail.com because we'd love to share more of these. We love yes, bad please. hands. Yeah. I think in Heroes of the Storm, the king of bad hands was uh who was it? Um Sylvanas had pretty gnarly hands. 
big yeah. sausage fingers on Sylvanas. I remember you, you, getting, you didn't like Tarandas, I think, maybe. Oh, Karazim. Karazim had terrible hands, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. He had like 82 yeah. knuckles, yeah. and his back was weird, too. Yeah. He had like yeah. abs on his back. He did have weird back. Oh, I, lo- I used to love when we would do that. We would find these little flaws. Uh, so that's us. We f- we find your hands and then we and then we make fun of them. So just video game hands, not real. Life oh yeah, hands. not real hands. We're no, not, we're no not hurting hand. anybody. Like maybe an artist. Might yeah, no hand shaming here. Sorry. You're supposed to put your best work on video games. If, if you know, John, John, John having a weird hand. I also have. Let's see, which one's the one that has? <laughs> which one's the weird one? <laughs> I have one. With a, I have one with a big old scar right in the middle because I jammed a f- big fat. Um, uh, exacto knife into it and when i was in high school and it left a big giant white scar but now i can't find it it's been oh there it is. i also have a you know how they always say oh let's look at your lifeline on your hand yeah uh to see how it bends i also have a lifeline on my hand that's basically a straight line oh look at right that across what does that mean i don't know oh, talk straight. to some mystic straight one let's see what you got Bo. hold your hand up to the camera no no mine's are just, mine mine is just like oh, yeah yours whatever. are all over the place like Correct. mine yeah. Okay. Yeah, John. Why John, you what is that? Did you hang from a wire at some point in your life and get scarred there? Like, this <laughs> it's it's crazy. That's it's straight across weird. your head. That's really yeah. weird. I don't know. Let's ask a palm reader. Palm readers, what does it mean when you have a completely straight yeah. lifeline? Even though we think you're completely full of shit, tell us what that means to have that line across your hands. I'd really <laughs> like to know. Also, I have baby hands. My wife makes fun of my hands because they're very like soft. I don't mean small, but like like mine too. Really soft hands. I have like no I get this hands. criticism all the time. Everybody says, "Oh, you never worked a hard day in your life." Yeah, shut up. I think when I'm I ninety, take care of my hands. When well. I'm ninety, I'm gonna look like a shriveled piece of bacon, except for my palm, the inside of my hands. They're gonna look at me, and I'll just be all, hey, "I'm gonna die any second. And then they'll say, "Show us your hands," Bling! and it'll be like freaking two little brand new babies, just right there. <laughs> Never getting old in the hands. Anyway. I feel like my hand cracks are a little too red. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I never really paid attention to them. I'm just comparing them, and one on the left side doesn't seem as red as the one on the right side, but I turned the light on. It's not as bad now, so... Yeah. Maybe it's okay. not going to be on the show for another two weeks because we made him look at his hands. <laughs> made him look at his red hands. You know what? That's weird. My right hand, my right hand lines are redder than my left hand lines. I don't know what that means. Yeah, maybe it's just from holding a mouse. All right, now let's do this testicles. This is the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> all, all of the hosts on the podcast just staring at their hands for 30 minutes. Uh, just, I mean? don't know. It just freaked me out. I was like, that's a little too red. Yeah. On the other hand, I have an N in the middle of my hand. On the other okay. hand, did you mean literally on the other hand? Or you mean on the other hand, yeah. like the phrase on, on the, the other, other hand? On the other hand. Okay. Is that showing the N? N? Is it an N or a Z or an S? Is it showing to you? I don't see it. You have a mole. <laughs> you have a mole on okay. your hand. So here, Chat room you know is saying, now let's do testicles. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Those are stories that don't need to be told. That mole is a blood blister that just turned into a brown spot that I'm apparently going to have forever. I pinched my finger in something, and now it's just a permanent spot on my body. Nick did that with a ballpoint pen when he was four, and it went into his bicep and left a little blue mark from the ink, (laughs) and we were all worried about it. Like We took him in and everything, and they're like, no, it's not a big deal. It's not poisonous or whatever. He'll be fine. He still has it. Charge. He still has it. He's yeah. 20. He has it right here. And I think what happened is it basically tattooed him. That's what happened. 
You sure that tip is not in there somewhere still? After- we checked. It's not hard or there's no, and they did a, like, what do you call it? Not MRI. I mean, you checked a, or a doctor checked? A doctor like, checked. I didn't okay. check. <laughs> like, we checked. And I'm like. <laughs> we took him in and it was good. And he's good now. He's got, you know, he's got a nice little man muscle there. And he's got a little blue dot that he had when he was four. <laughs> Damn. It's so dumb. Human bodies are stupid. They are stupid. I mean, really, what kind of world is it? I pinch my my hand a little too much and it bleeds a little. And then it's like, well, now that's just a, that's just a thing that looks like a molar freckle on your hand. Yeah. How long is this going to last? Forever. For the rest this of your life. This is going to be a thing you have forever because you pinched your skin, you big idiot. Yeah. It's going to open up like an eyeball and blink at you one night. You're going to be like, shit. Oh, that would be cool. Yep. Watch out for that. Like, uh, who was the vampire that had a, like a, was it a f- whole face on his hand? Vampire Hunter D? Oh. It was just a mouth. <laughs> right. Was that the, I saw part of that. I actually like that. That's my kind of anime, by the way. Vampire Hunter D. I'm into it. That's a dumb name What's too. What does D stand for? Who knows? Yeah. Why is there one initial? What yeah. The hell? Why one? Does initial? it stand for anything, or is he series uh, D of A B C D E F G? Stands for cesarean. Oh, <laughs> Desarian. It's Desarian. Got it. Desarian. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. Moving on. Nintendo did their thing. It was good. We're gonna see what happens there. Oh, and I have been. I'm not gonna talk about it in length because I've just cracked it open. Plus, I've already played it once. But, um one of the best games the Wii U ever had. And it was a crime that not enough people bought Wii U's because they never played it because it is in my top three Mario games of all time. Mario, Super Mario 3D Land, or sorry, Super Mario 3D World. Land was on 3DS. This is the world version. Anyway, that came out last week. I got it on Switch and I love it. I love it. This is the Bowser's furry fury. Fur, yeah, the furry Bowser. Um, no, I haven't. So that's on there too and I haven't touched it. I was asking a friend who reviewed it for uh the washington post yesterday if he would tell me whether i could jump right over and do that or if i should play through all of this first like whatever he didn't answer me i haven't read enough reviews to say so i don't know when i'm supposed to play that but apparently that thing's awesome i don't even know what you do but apparently it's cool bowser's furious man yeah he's pretty pissed he's pretty pissed anyway the world looks pretty awesome it is awesome. It's just oh that the team that did the two the two games with 3D in it, and this has no you know the 3DS version literally had 3D with the screen, so they were trying to kind of capture that, and it and it worked well. It was also fine with it off, but um, this game is that same team, but the 3D part has nothing to do with any kind of 3D like glasses. It's just they're just saying 3D land because it's in that style. And it's in the I style that looks it. like the 2D games, but in 3D, if that makes Kinda, sense. Kind right? of, yeah. I mean, and you can even do four-player stuff, like four-player co-op or whatever. Mm. It's a little chaotic. I don't I don't love it that way. I really like it solo, and I really like... It's a little more like Super Mario 2 in that you can choose Mario or be Luigi or be Peach or be Toad, and they all jump different or faster, or they can get higher... Play, you know, whatever. They have different abilities. I'm kind of a just vanilla mario guy i don't really care to use those other guys maybe once in a while luigi gets dusted off for me but the puzzles and the levels in this are some of my favorite in the entirety of mario ever i love 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 this game so it's out now it's fantastic and people should play that but i haven't i can't speak to that bowser thing quite yet because i haven't touched it so if Super Mario Brothers 2 is your favorite Mario Brothers, are you technically not a Super Mario fan? You're uh well you're actually a criminal and should be put in federal penitentiaries for your the rest what? of your life. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers 2 is amazing. Okay, I like I'm I'll go on record. I really like Super Mario Brothers 2, 
part of this is me knowing that it was not a Mario brother, Mario's brother, Mario brothers game before it turned into one. Yeah. It was Doki Doki panic, which was some other thing. So Nintendo didn't make it. This wasn't what's his beak coming to it for the second time. Uh, you know, I think three is a vastly superior game, but two is just weird enough that I like it, but I don't think it fits very well in the Nintendo pantheon. Like even, even though once in a while I'll see a villain from that, like, uh, what was his name? Birdo. 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 Great. Shy guys are from there. That's true. Sniffets are from there. That's true. That cool cactus is from there. That's true. These are all true. Wart. Yeah. He never really shows up again, but he's great. (laughs) And the eggs don't really show up again. The eggs are done. Um, that there's eggs all over Mario. The, yeah. the the pinnacle Mario experience is the Super Nintendo one. Was that Land? Land? No, World. Uh, world is amazing. World. Yeah, yeah. World yeah. is probably of the two D Mario's. It is absolutely the best. I think. Yeah, yeah. I can't um, argue that. I do like two more than three though. But three D Mario's where I go on that list, and this changes sometimes depending on how I'm feeling. I really liked the newest one. I like um, Odyssey a lot. I think Super Mario Odyssey is freaking amazing. Um, I would put that probably at top for me. Second place, probably 3D World, which I'm playing now. Um, and then really close to that is just about everything else. And I'm not a hater on the painter or the uh, the the backpack one. Um, uh, Sunshine. Oh, I like uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. I like yeah. Sunshine just fine. It's a good Mario game. They don't. If anything, Sunshine's just a lot like 64, but better graphics. Like that's not a problem for me. I like it. I'm into it. So I like them all, but on the, uh, the, on the 2d side, two is not two is ranked, but it's ranked as like this, this weird ass thing, you know, pulling turnips and hucking them. What the hell is that? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's a better game. Even in Mario what maker one and two, neither of the Mario makers include any assets or abilities from two. That's because it'd be too hard. You'd have to put in a whole different logic. It's not for lack of interest. If they didn't like it, they wouldn't have put shy guys and stuff in the in no, this thing going. No, forward. what they what they determined were the best things about it were some of the enemies and they carried those forward. And that's okay, you know, it's okay. It has its place in history. I'm not gonna besmirch it. I just can't call it number one, which is what you were saying. Right? Uh yeah, I wouldn't put it over world. Okay. I was just saying if someone liked two more than the others, are they a Mario Brothers fan? Right. I'm not that person. I think two is the second best 2D Mario game. Wow, really? Over yeah, three? I think it's better than Super Mario Brothers. Like, hey, uh, the original Super Mario Brothers, it it's groundbreaking. It's amazing. It set the stage for a lot. I don't think it's that great of a game these days. Mm, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it, it holds. Up. Yeah, it's fine. You can I, play it, sure. but I don't think it's amazing. I agree. Super Mario Brothers three is really good, but oh. I I don't know. I would rather play two. I have more fun with two. You get to play as the princess. You get that cool floaty (sighs) jump or Luigi where he does his weird little kicking his legs jump. There's a lot of variety. You're throwing turnips. There's that uh, where you pick up the key and that face chases you. And that's terrifying. That's great. The game is just full of great stuff. Mario 64 changed my changed my world. So as much as I don't think it's the best 3D game. In a lot of ways that the first Mario Brothers 2D is not the best 2D, you know, the best of the 2D Marios either. Um, 64 shattered everything. 
and and changed games, changed video games forever. And it's not given enough credit, or maybe it does get enough credit, but I, I feel like it doesn't for just the sheer amount of world-altering gameplay that thing represented. And everything since then owes just a smidge of its gratitude to Mario 64. It's just an incredible thing. I want to do a whole series, a podcast series, like eight episodes on Mario and the games and those who made them and the controversies and two not being a real Mario game and that horrible TV show and the fact that the movie got made. Like I want to do, I want to do like a really well-made journalistically sort of constructed series. And I don't know why I want to do that because I have no time for this, but (laughs) I would love to do that. Well, I mean, it's a big legacy, right? It's a, what's amazing in that in this world where people are trying to build brands and then they get up, you know, they abandoned Mass Effect at the site of one bad version of the game or whatever. Right. Mario, like, <laughs> it's just remained a thing no matter how, like, dodgy the releases have been. You know, they've been good, but I'm sure they're not all perfect. Like, they're just like, no, we're going to stick with this character. Yeah. That is, it's kind of just a random, it's so random. He's just a I random agree. little pudgy white dude like jumping on things <laughs> like it's, it's so great you know, though what a legacy like yeah that's what makes it great it's a legacy not 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 a lot of ip fictional ips like have a legacy of what now like 30 40 years is it 30 years 40 well mario himself i think is 40 now yeah right if you, you know, count jump man in uh yeah donkey if you kong. go back to donkey kong days yeah, right? there's not up. many video game ips that have stood the test of time to that length yeah, no, and that no. many releases. Like it's not like they do one every couple of years. It feels like there's five Mario games a year. Yeah. You know, kart and tennis and golf. But not and- only that, that's that's brand. It's branding on the level of something like Star Wars. Like, in fact, it's yeah. the only thing I compare it to because nobody else does this with their mascots. And even like I remember there being a time in the '90s somewhere where somebody said, "Hey, did you hear? Uh, more people internationally with this, some huge poll they did know who Mario is than know who Mickey Mouse is, which was like, you know, the closest thing we kind of had to that, especially in, yeah. like for kids and stuff. And these days, I mean, he is immediately recognizable as what he is. And everyone knows who that is in the way that they know who Luke Skywalker is and who Darth Vader are. And like, it's that, it's that level. And what a hard thing to obtain. Nobody does that. I watched a, a YouTube video this past weekend of somebody going through Super Nintendo World the, at the Universal Studios. I don't remember what country it's in, um, but uh, it opened up and that place looks amazing. And it might as well be called Mario World because it's all Mario themed for right. the most part. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy how well it works. They're selling you wristbands so that you can go under all the like square blocks and punch it and it makes the coin sound and uh, lights up and it's insane. It's in Japan. Okay, that makes like, well, that makes sense, but it just feels like it, <laughs> it's just weird that they can get away with Mario. Like I, I'm because while we're while we're recording, I'm watching a bit of the Nintendo Direct, and there's a little thumbnail. You know, on the right side of your YouTube channel. You know, you get put a little symbol of your channel, and for Nintendo, it's like a close up of Mario's face. Yeah, and I'm like, if anybody looked like that in real life, whether they were a musician, an actor, a YouTube personality, like with a giant mustache and like creep, like 
kind of creepy looking face. Like no one would listen to a guy that looked like that or want to have any, but for some reason it's okay with Mario. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're all like, yeah, this, this, this is a look that's acceptable. Yeah. Like it's so anachronistic. Like if anybody looked like that, you'd probably be like, I don't know. I'm not watching this. <laughs> you know, like, right. It's they've yeah, earned it. They earned it and they earned it over time. And they, they were so consistent with it and so careful with it. That's why Nintendo's such a crazy brand. It's just everything about those yeah. guys fascinates me. So if anyone out there is like a really good crack researcher, I don't mean you do crack and then research. I mean you're good at researching and you want to <laughs> uh, hit me up. I'm, I, maybe I'm looking for people because I, I really do want to do like a Mario history thing. And I want to get deep. I want to find out more. Uh, uh, Miyamoto's original vision was very different and Donkey Kong looked like this and why was Mario not in Donkey Kong Three? Why was it that bug spray guy? And I want to get that. I want to get down on that level and work my way all the way up to year thirty-five. Do you think Nintendo ever makes a university? Uh, Nintendo, like there's you? a burger, like a burger university, but for Nintendo, you know, some maybe. of these brands are so crazy. Like maybe is there? Maybe there is. You, you, you need a doctorate in Nintendo. Like, well, let's find out. Nintendo College, we'll call it. Let's just see what happens here. I thought I heard a course of on Nintendo. Like, oh, here you go. Uh, Digipen. No, 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 that's not it. Uh, Nintendo Campus Challenge. Let's see. Maybe not. I thought I heard once that there was some. There was something like that. Was it not Nintendo though? Some somebody some big gaming initiative was like. I don't know. Maybe they're just letting the colleges do it now. My daughter's about to graduate with a video game design degree from the University of Utah, which is, you know, that degree's only existed for the last five years. Yeah. Like you'd, you'd think it, it, in some way it, it would be a company like Nintendo that would do this. Yeah. That would have such a reach and have so many brands and need so many. They got to get young people for to, to train them for careers in video game development because video games, as far as unless the world goes to crap, will be around for hundreds of years. So, mm-hmm. like, I can see a company like Nintendo having a university come get higher education at Nintendo and then make Nintendo games as a, as a, I could totally see that too. I think that would be cool. All right, moving on. Oh, and when you get your degree, you yeah. walk up and you jump up and hit a block and the degree comes popping out and you catch it. Oh, that's great. And it great. still plays pomp and circumstance. You know, like that's great. Like- <laughs> and if you want, if you want, if that's just for the doctorate, if you want to get a master's or PhD, those two axe chucking skeleton shitheads are over there doing this while you're trying a to hammer bros to throw them bros. at the people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bachelor degree. Cause there's so many of them. They throw a hammer bro style. That's right. Uh, they're tied to the hammers and you got to catch the hammer and have it just crawling with dry guys too, which they're dry bones or whatever they're called. Not dry, <laughs> dry guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's the dry guys. Watch out boys. Gonna... <laughs> they avoid alcohol at all costs. <laughs> They're dry guys. See? Um, anyway. All right. Uh, Kingdom Hearts coming to PC on the Epic store. So if you want Kingdom Hearts, get in there, man. Get your, get your Kingdom Hearts on. I, I there's a, there's no series I care less about than Kingdom Hearts. So not so, for me. Okay. I'm kind of with you. I'm going to say this. Because I put this news on here, and it's actually kind of a big deal. Kingdom okay. Hearts has a weird... I'm calling them weird, so get ready for emails. Okay, I'm ready. It has a weird fan base. Mm. The people who are into Kingdom Hearts are extremely into Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And I played one, and I really liked it. I played two, and I really liked it. Uh, I have no idea what's going on in those games. I don't understand the story. I... 
having played two of the three main games, you would think I would have some semblance of a clue. I don't. I don't get them. Um, but I do think it's fun. I do think it is a cool little nostalgia hit game if you're into Disney or in, into Final Fantasy, and I kind of like both those things. But the fact that it's never been on PC ever before and that it's coming to PC exclusive to the Epic Store yeah. is a really big deal. And I think that's going to be a huge boon for them. I okay. think you are going to see Epic really tout this because I think this, as much as we might be dismissive of it, because Kingdom Hearts is the, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I think it's going to be huge. But if you them. were, if you are, see, this is what I'm, you might be right, but my thinking would be, if you're already a massive Kingdom Hearts fan in the vein that you're talking about, because these people are fanatic, yeah. they are way into that property. You're not waiting around for 2021's Epic Store eventual release to get your hands on your on your stuff. You know what I mean? Like, this has got to yeah. be for either people who want to get it again and now want to play it on their fancy video card and there's whatever enhancements to that. Um, or it's people that are like, well, I never did get into that game, but now it's here and this is where I play. So maybe I'll get it here. Like, it seems like those are two audiences. I'm not sure they're the, the same or, or as rabid because they've already been rabid. And this is just a, I don't know. I say all that, but then we look what we do with Nintendo games. I could not get this 3d Mario land thing fast enough because I love it. Me with mass effect. Right. We We had a listener send me a picture and say, is this enough? And they showed me all their copies of Mass Effect, and they have literally purchased it in every box form you can buy Mass Effect. They own a copy of every single one of those games. Good Lord. So, you know, I think that there are people that are definitely, you know, when when they're a fan, they they live up to the name. They they do what they have to do to, to do it. Honestly, I might pick it up because, again, I... I'm not into Kingdom Hearts, but I like it just enough to where it's like, yeah, I might give that another go. It, they're not they're not awful games. No, but you're going to be but you're back to your real time combat with a Square Enix game and you're not really you don't love that, right? Is that a problem? I don't love it. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't love the real time combat. Mm. Um, I got good enough at it back when Kingdom Hearts first came out that I enjoyed it, but that game controls weird that game's camera is a problem but yeah. i do like the whimsy of that game sure and and truthfully i know it's not exactly the same we're not apples and apples here but when final fantasy 7's remake finally hits pc i think this year right i think that's happening i, I think that's the rumor yeah. um you know my argument kind of falls apart because in theory those people who are really rabid about it went and got PlayStation fours if they didn't already have one to play it like Bo Bo did that. Um, and they're, and this other, and if they're real fans or hardcore fans and they also are big PC gamers, sure. They'll pick it up again, but it's for people who, who held off for the most part. That'll be me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting whenever these long time console exclusives end up having a big splashy entry on PC that's always fascinating to me, more so than it is when it goes the other direction. Like when I heard, yeah. what was it? Uh, um, oh crap, we love it. Uh, I almost said Sylvanas. What's wrong with me? What's the name of the space, real-time <laughs> space game? 
that we like. Bo, you like it? Star- no Man's Sky? Starcraft? No. Uh, Stellaris? Stellaris, Stellaris, that's it. When Stellaris. They, yeah. When they announced a Stellaris version, which actually is on Game Pass right now, and I highly recommend checking out the console version of it. It's crazy how good that plays. Um, PC also has controller support now in it as well as a patch. But anyway, uh, when that direction happens, I'm I'm not as... You know, I'm like, oh, that's a cool game. I love it on PC. You're going to love that on your, if, you only, if all you have is a console, that's going to be great. Enjoy Stellaris. But when it comes the other way, it feels like news, you know? So, yeah. anyway, we'll see. I may play it too. I don't know. John, you'll review it and then I'll decide. How about that? And then you you'll, should play it. I think it'll bug you, though. Well, it'll definitely bug me. <laughs> Scott's not, you'll tell him that. He's not going to play it. <laughs> Well, it'll bug me for for these reasons. I don't mind the good good action. I like a good third person action game. I don't mind that it's Disney characters. That's fine. It's all the anime bullshit. I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want all that weird convoluted story that that I've read about in this these games. Now I haven't played them, so I can't judge. But that was enough to put me off to go. Oh man, this stuff with the just contri- how contrived it is to have this an- this layer of anime dumbness. Sorry, that's a bad way of putting it. I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? Smashed in with, oh, and we've met up with Woody and Buzz Lightyear for a part of our, and like, it's just weird. I can't get my it head is. around it. It's very weird. There's, and there's a lot of that. I mean, it starts, it brings you in very easily. You know, you've got kids being like, oh, there's a whole bunch of worlds out there and there's like anakin and the phantom and i'm be the first one to see them all like they're just very excited and you're like okay i can get behind this and then it starts turning into but then this person didn't have a heart and so they became heartless and then does this person have a heart where's their heart they have a <laughs> it's about heart and i it falls apart falls apart the heart falls I, apart I, I, Got the it. people who who know what's going on, I'm not saying that the game doesn't have a story. I'm just saying it requires too much effort for me to go down that rabbit hole. That game did a lot of spinoffs that came out on Game Boy and dramatically changed what that game is. And I respect that they said, no, yeah, we're going to make a Game Boy game and it's going to have a story and you better damn well play it if you want to have any idea what's going on in this game. I respect that dedication. I didn't have it as a player, so I played one. It got to the end. I went, okay. Uh, hey, warning. I'm going to spoil the ending of Kingdom Hearts. They all go to bed <laughs> and they go into like cryostasis at the end of that game. Oh, I and then they all had two, sex. They all had sex together. Sexual intercourse. Oh, that's what and then it, yeah donald goofy and sora <laughs> well donald's halfway there he doesn't wear pants he's ready <laughs> ejaculated themselves into cryo sleep <laughs> then we went into two wow and then we were dealing with a bunch of people in cloaks and hoods and then they came out and they were adventuring again i was like wait a minute none of this ties into what just happened that's because i didn't play a bunch of game boy games if I had played those, apparently I would have understood it, but I didn't understand it, and I didn't understand what happened to two. But damn it all, spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 2. There was a point where Mickey Mouse lands and he's dual wielding keyblades, and I was like, that's pretty cool. That's, that's cool as not, shit. I don't know why. Cool, though, but that's really cool. It's not cool unless his voice got cool, because otherwise it's ha ha, I got two things, I'm dual wielding. Ha ha. <laughs> I'm gonna wreck you fools. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I got two Keyblades, one for the each of you. There you go. Hey, we didn't talk about yeah, the. It's kind of working for me. John's impression is actually. Oh, is it? You're turning around on this. You're gonna you're gonna scoop that up, Bo, when it hits the old. No, no, store? but it okay. just it does sound appeal. I can see it if you're into Disney stuff and want that. Like, I can see why someone would like that. I think yeah. it's kind of bad. It's right. a it's a badass remix. You know, if he's all you know fighting and being cool, video game style. We have fun at the I. I shouldn't speak for everyone. I like to have fun at the expense of Kingdom Hearts players because. It's mostly just for fun. I actually have no I mean, problem it, it, with that. You know, thing. like on paper, it's the lamest thing in the universe, right? right. Like, it should be. Uh, it's, but it's it not. Should, it should People be, love it. It's not. People love it. Yeah. Right. And I'm here to let them love it. You guys love what you love. All right. Mortal Kombat movies trailer. I almost, almost forgot to bring this up. What was that phrase I just said? Mortal Kombat's movies trailer? What the hell uh-huh. phrase is that? All right. There's a Mortal new Mortal Kombat, Kombat film. Trailers. And there's a new trailer for it that just hit today. And I think it looks rad. And I'm really excited yeah. about it, like to the point of, uh, I don't even care if it's bad. I'm ready, man. Let's bring that back. Let's go. Um, I like how they kind of integrate, would... integrated the old theme. I love a lot of those actors already. The dude that plays Scorpion is one of my favorite Japanese actors. He's just awesome. Yes. He yeah. says, get over here in the trailer. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So good. Yeah. It looks great. There's some finish him going on. He said it a little weird, though. I don't know. I think it's okay, though. I think it's a patch. <laughs> he said it a little weird. Well, it's because <laughs> you you get the same sound file for decades, right? It's yeah. like, get over here. Right. And he's like, get over here. Yeah, get and over I'm here. Like, Come here. No, no, that's not the delivery. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. the, the, the syllable stressing, it matters, but I'm sure it's fine. He probably just wanted to make it his own, and that's, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. But that I mean, gun he, going off you know, and Sub Zero, Sub Zero freezing that gu- that buckshot out of the gun is pretty badass. Cool. And yeah. then he yeah. froze blood and turned it into a dagger and yeah. stabbed him with the dagger and then threw him through a spiky ice wall. Yep. Oh my gosh! Yeah. They're they're just doing it. They're, they're just making... doing what I need them to do. And then Kano holding a friggin' heart, going, "That's a flipping beaut!" And like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, it looks great. It looks like they're they're jumping into the cheese. Also, looks violent as shit. Which I need. The the things those first two movies were missing. Well, the second one is an abomination. They should have called it Mortal Kombat <laughs> Abomination instead of Annihilation. But anyway, that first movie was fun and had, you know, its moments. But they're all written like, well, we can't be too gory. And that was a very controversial game back then. These guys are like no holds barred here. Even this trailer was like freaking disgusting. I'm stoked. I want gross finishing moves. I want, if anything, I just want more characters. Like it seemed like they're sticking to the the core people i didn't see johnny cage even um no no johnny that but i did see it looked like uh melina's in there which yeah. typically means katana's in there we saw a statue of shao khan we saw a stealthy guy which maybe is reptile goro was in there looking good didn't look like a big weird rubber suit that's gonna get punched in the nuts yep uh look like a proper cgi uh, bit of work there that looked good yeah, Liu um, Kang's actually doing some fireball stuff, and yep. oh, it looked the costumes were really good too. Because yeah. I didn't see him and go, "What a dork!" Yeah, like because those <laughs> costumes should look dumb. Yeah, but like Kung Lao comes out with his like razor hat, and I was like, "Hell yeah, Kung Lao, he's great!" Yeah, yeah, it looks good, you guys. I'm actually legit excited about this movie, and it's coming to HBO Go or now or whatever, or what is it, Max? Uh, yeah. first like day of, uh, like everything mm. else they're doing this year, and I'm I'm ready. 
We should all watch it together and do a live reaction to it. And it'll be then because we'll <laughs> yeah. join we'll join the pantheon of YouTube reactors and we'll get millions of views yeah. and uh, we'll launch it. an empire. Let's do it. It'll finally happen for us. Our train will come in. Yeah. Anyway, it looks neat. Go I'm check the trailer it. if you're into it. And like I said, even if this is super dumb, I don't even care, dude. I'm so I'm just I need I need a big dumb Mortal Kombat movie in my life with modern sensibilities and effects and a couple of these actors are just badasses. I even think the guy playing uh I forgot his name. Who's the bad guy in the first game? Uh uh, uh sorcerer Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. There you go. He's uh the guy playing him looks a little like that uh Jerry Tagawa or whatever his name is. It's not Jerry. Whatever it is, that guy, love him. Uh, yeah, he was in uh, uh, Man in the High Castle. Ducktales. Ducktales. Oh, he that was guy. also in Ducktales. Yeah. I love that guy. Anyway, the, he looked good. Like everything just looks great. Oh, and there was a big Shao Kahn statue, which you know I, they're clearly going to go for a series here if this succeeds, right? Yeah. So you'll get people like Jax is not in the first game. Jax doesn't show up till two. But he's in this. Are we going to call it the MKCU? Like the Mortal the Kombat MKCU, Cinematic Universe? I like oh it. my gosh, yes, we should. Uh, that's good. And then we can like, have... What? We have There's cool enough crossover. material for it. <laughs> I just don't know how good it's going to... I mean, you know, I don't know what kind of... It's, it's all going to be the same movie, I expect. I don't think we're going to get stuff You guys got to watch the Sindel origin story if you want to get this <laughs> reference. Yeah. It's, oh, that's the other character. What about, uh, what is that guy's name? Like Orphan Black or whatever. What's his name? Orphan Black. Oh, oh. I know who you're talking about. It is. His last name is Black, but now it's you've said Orphan or- and it's all I can think of. Uh, MK Something Black. Black. The the cowboy. Aaron Black. Aaron Black. Oh, Aaron, Black. Aaron Black. Like I'm just like, I don't even remember when this guy got introduced. I'm playing Mortal Kombat 10 and I'm like, what's this cowboy guy? Like, <laughs> I love it. I love the, the theme guys. The theme guys are my favorites. Cow- him and the who's what's the Indian guy called? Uh the Native American guy? Nightwolf. Nightwolf, dude. He was in Annihilation and terrible. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I have a clip from him. Let's play. Is it, it. him saying, oh, really? unlock your animality? It is that. And we're going to hear it now live on the show. Because uh, we did, well, we did this on Film Sack, so it's not going to be that new. But wow. animality. Hold on. Okay, here it comes. Yep, this is him. This is Nightwolf in an, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation with the worst line of the movie. Here you go. It's my animality. Oh, my Lord. It's my animality. I hate it so much. Oh, that sequel's so bad. So bad. But remember when the two bad CGI dragons fight at the end? That's also awful. bad. It's just awful. It's garbage. <laughs> garbageo. However, this new thing looks cool. So sign us up is what we're saying. All right. We got to talk about the games we've been playing this week. And it begins with this. So. Uh, Dyson Sphere program has driven me mad. Um, I really like That's it. So good. And as a result, I have been tooling around with some of the other sort of uh, assembly line factory builder things that I have in my library because I just thought, we'll do a little comparison. Let's see who's taking ideas from who and that's what's going on. Um, played a bunch of Dyson Sphere and then ended up playing a crap ton of Satisfactory again. And I haven't played it in a while. There have been tons of updates since I last played it. 
And here's something I've learned about both those games, including Factorio, which I also spun up a little bit, um, just to kind of compare them all. And they're all very similar. Um, here's the problem. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm shit at these games. I do my best, okay? I know what I got to do. I got to go get that iron deposit. I got to get a mine on it. I got to start pumping that out of there. I got to build plates. Got to build wire. Got to build... I know what I got to do, but it's a mess. Like, it's the way I run everything. You should see the cables behind my desk over here. It's a nightmare. It's not that I'm dirty messy. I'm make it work like in a Mad Max kind of way messy. So... Cables in, it's making sound. Sweet, we got a show. Like I'm not, fun, I'm not too worried about. All right, is it lined up exactly right? Is avoiding all power sources? Do I have it going exactly? Like I don't get that way about almost anything I do, and it turns out it's the same in video games. When I play Satisfactory or Dyson Sphere or any of these games, my shit is all over the place and it looks like crap. But it's producing, it's making stuff. And it's doing it in a somewhat inefficient way, but it's still getting the job done. And I'm still sending the, the rocket thing back up to the planet or wherever the hell that thing goes. Uh, like I'm still getting the job done, but I'm, man, am I ugly about it. And I'm not sure I would ever stream one of these games because I'm embarrassed by how poorly I, I organize my factories. It's just bad. So, Bo, hey, you've been it's playing. Not the, it's not the look of the factory. It's the... Uh the feel the, of the factory. The yeah, but don't do this. of the machination. But That's don't do this. Don't don't go on YouTube. <laughs> nice. Don't go on YouTube and go, oh, I want to see some Dyson Sphere program sweetness. I want to see some people with their great factories. I want to see satisfactory layouts. If you do that, you're going to feel like dirt because people are making amazing, incredibly efficient, beautiful 100% efficiency things across their planets. Just beautiful stuff. And mine's just zigzag. Well, that'll kind of work. Is that enough power? I guess barely. That's fine. Put a thing yeah, down. But those, those, this, I mean, those, those people are having their own kind of fun. Like, I know what I'm building. Sometimes I just build weird, um, like, the conveyor belt probably has an efficient route, but I just build it all spinny because it looks cool or something like that. You know, like, I put extra conveyor belt just to give it a twirl or something like that. It's a, It's a creative game. You don't have to. That's just one kind of person playing one kind of game, and they don't set the rules for life. I know, but I get yeah, a weird do. FOMO, man. I get a weird feeling of... I always don't get this in games. It's like, if I play a shooter mm. the way I play it, I don't care if anyone sees me do that. I play a horror right. game poorly. That's fine. Just whatever. Here I go. But in these, they feel like I'm... I feel like it's a... Uh, how do I explain it? Like you're losing or you're in it. Like it's a reflection on you that's yeah. embarrassing yeah it's unflattering yeah and especially because you play publicly too so you're like streaming and stuff or, or you know like if that plays into it as yeah, well yeah they'll see it go stuff. oh my gosh you call that a factory i i really feel yeah. a weird piece just a just a tinge I mean, of that it's someone weird. i know i was streaming it and someone dropped in and was like oh you can do this that way you could do this that way and i was like okay well i appreciated the information but i was like I hope this is, doesn't get kept up for a long time because I'm just like <laughs> at a certain point I'm just like I'm gonna I just want to suck like it's yeah I, yeah you gotta I, you know, learn you gotta learn by doing mm-hmm. to a certain degree and you also got to do what's fun I used to play Sim Park yeah. mm-hmm. and I used to make all my parks out on the water because I thought the idea of going to a park where all the uh, you know the playground equipment and all that was out in the water like water world would be incredible as a kid so that's what i did i flooded every park that i made it wasn't a good way to make a park but damn it it was fun 
Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. You got to have fun. Well, instead of min-maxing, I mad maxing in everything I do. It's a just There you a, go. There you go. Junker yeah, town. It's your personality, the Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. That's a great expression. You need to like co- uh, Did I just coin it? Then? Did I coin it now? Yeah, oh, I don't mid max, I mad max. Like that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing you want on your tombstone, man. <laughs> that's I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to write that like, write now it on down. Twitter. Put it put it in a friend can comic or something like this. I uh, it's now yeah. on Twitter and is dated, so I so if anyone Perfect. wants to beat me to it. I don't there mid max, I mad max. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Make that the title. We'll, and we'll claim it. We'll claim it everywhere. It's like sending yeah, a great show title for this. Sending week a I certified mean, letter to yourself. Is I, I would think that. that this is just going to become my life philosophy. I may publish a book like centered around this whole thing. Oh, man. I just I think I just shorted out my headphones. Hold on. There we go. OK. Oh, I was going to show you guys. something. <laughs> he, he, he mad maxed his headphones. <laughs> All right. Check this out. So there's this thing in Satisfactory where your initial workbench thing um early on when you're not automating everything is you're you're holding down a button it's either your mouse button or you're holding down the space bar to make some initial stuff turning raw iron into ingots or those ingots into plates or whatever and so you're just sort of ding 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 and holding down space bar to do it and because i'm inefficient and i'm like oh shit i didn't make any of the copper wire i'm gonna have to do that manually because i don't have a copper wire production thing yet so I'm going to go back to the workbench and make some by hand. And I need to make like 200 of these. Instead of me sitting there holding it, I use this old iPhone 5 that's like the size of a Tamagotchi. <laughs> and I lay it on my mouse. It's just heavy enough to lay it on my um, my space bar and it does it for me. It's great. It's fantastic. So it rem- it's almost like having a physical accessory with your game. I almost feel like marketing one and selling it to satisfactory players. But anyway... Long and the short of it, that game is really cool. And uh, basically, I mean, Bo, just imagine Dyson Sphere program in three in first person. It's the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I've been eyeballing that one because I'm getting into the genre. Like, it's definitely an enjoyable, casual game that just doesn't have that element of combat in it. I always appreciate when a game can be really fun and not involve combat. It's just because most games have that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want to. Pl- I, I want to play Satisfactory with some people. It looks. Oh yeah, we should totally. That thing's so co-opted up now. I guess um, I haven't done any of that, but I guess it's super. super I mean, it's still early game. access too. So like you know, there's. I'm sure there's sure to be lots of other features coming down yeah. the pipe as well, which is exciting. What I love about those guys, they the they'll I'll ever be grateful for this. I bought into that game when it was on Epic only, and knowing that I was probably going to lock myself into the Epic ecosystem for that game, and that's just where I would live. And when they when they went their year there and then came over to Steam, now they're in both places, I get an email saying, hey, you were one of our early purchasers over on the Epic Store. We really appreciated that. Here's a code to get it on Steam as well. And so hmm. I got the code for Steam. It was the coolest thing. No one's ever done that to me before. No other game developer ever, ever said, hey, we know you invested once on a platform. We're not going to make you do it twice. Here's the here's a code. Yeah. And I assume they did their that Steam for trailer, Their Steam trailer was hilarious, too. Like, yeah, it was really good. They're very self-aware. Like, I, I was watching it. They definitely had, like, these... They referenced, I think, the fact that they were on Epic in, like, a humorous way as well or something. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just... I don't know. I guess their game lends itself well to it because it's not like they're trying to sell some... It's not Baldur's Gate 3 where they're trying to get you lost in the fantasy of what's going on. They can mm-hmm. just be, like, super self-referential and meta and fourth wall breaking. Yeah, so I like that, too. Um, it's nice that they they did that for you because again they can do things like that I guess if yeah. they're 
But just that philosophy is nice to see, I guess. Well, they're really, they just seem like they're really with it. And I really like that game a lot. So I'm going to keep playing it, supporting it. Um, that reminds me, you said Baldur's Gate 3. They got a big update this week. Yeah, um, I saw that, that they added Druid uh, into the thing. I can't play it, or I have to get a new computer, which I'm working on as we speak. I don't want to get All it that cigarette I'm, money going to a new, towards a new computer. I just don't want to get it too early. <laughs> it feels like the kind of game where I don't want to test it. I want to play it, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, I can tell you the opening is awesome. Like, compared yeah. to, like, their Divinity effort, you know, they start you... They start you right off in a mind flare ship. In the ship in the trailer, you're literally get up in that ship and you're flying across whatever. I don't even know what realm you're in. I think it might be hell. Mm. I think you might be flying in a mind flare ship in hell trying to get off of it, I think. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. So, like, I mean, I'm just like, I didn't even play through the first act. I just played the first like, first maybe hour. Um, and I, I'm super, super sold on it already. The only thing is, is it ran like jank. So I can't like either I need a better computer or they got to just improve the game for lesser systems oh, right. or some combination thereof. Sure. And yeah, I don't mind waiting. It's not it's not finished. Like it's not a finished game. Yeah, so. it's just that kind of game, though. Like where whereas with Satisfactory or my my favorite darling of a unfinished game, um, Shipbreaker, those games are even if they even with like a progress wipe, which we'll get to later in an email um, before release or whatever. I at least know how do I put this? It's different than an RPG where, where I'm going to invest a ton of time into characters and story. And so those kinds of resets and redos and stuff that happened during the development process are just much more hard to deal with. Whereas with a game, I can just, you know, satisfactory is the kind of game where I can just go, you know what? Start a new factory today. Let's go to this other planet. Let's do the desert planet. Sweet. Let's do it. Like there's not a, there's not a giant yeah. RPG, even though you got progress, right? You've got all the stuff you've done. There's there's value in doing it over again. Whereas in an RPG like Baldur's Gate, I don't want to just keep repeating early stuff. So yeah, I think I'm going to hold off until. Yeah, it's and done. there's a bit of a worry. I mean, I already spent the eighty bucks on Baldur's Gate, so and no regrets. But I mean, because Wizards is involved, there is a bit of worry that it'll get you know another cyberpunk issue will happen with that game. Yeah. Or just, you know, or even a Warcraft 3 kind of issue where just like a deadline is foisted on the developers because, you know, Wizards wants it out by a certain quarter because it meets their business deeds where Larian would normally not give a crap because yeah. it's, it's just Larian. Like, right. no one, right. <laughs> you know, there's probably investors that are concerned, but it's all very probably the dynamic of inner politics is probably very narrow versus yeah. like a giant corporation being involved. So, Baldur's Gate 3 does kind of strike me as something like, oh, they wanted to release this and have the hype for the various press conferences. And because it's nowhere near as poly, like Dyson Sphere programs in great shape for yeah. a game and out like early access. Like, I agree. It's 100% playable. It almost feels like there's going to be more. Like, I am, I'm very busy in this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, what more would you put in here? Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, but, but Baldur's Gate definitely strikes me as like, yep, this needs more time to, to be made. Yeah, <laughs> I think the it. thing that might work to its benefit, and I don't know, because you, you just can go off of what you hear, but my understanding is that Wizards is very protective of their property in a sense of they don't want a bad product yeah. with their name on it. So they oh, might well, actually be a little them. more, <laughs> they might actually be a little more forgiving because the, the developer came out and said, 
they initially turned them down and it wasn't until they did divinity two and could use that as a look this is the kind of game we're going to make yeah. that wizards was willing to work with them yeah i don't know if that actually holds up but that's something just, that gives me some hope that they might pull it off yeah you know? i mean and i am i am like maybe. i'm talking out of my butt i mean i don't really know but it just it sort of smacks me as a little bit of like it's definitely not there's early access games where you're like, oh, I bought this game and I'm glad I did. I paid for it and it's a game. I could just launch it now and I wouldn't regret it. Yeah. And then there's games like Baldur's Gate where you're like, yeah, but it's not finished. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, and it was barely playable on my system. So not super optimized on, yet. Yeah. Even on low settings, like, I'm like, I could tell it was not because it was like my computer's old, which mm-hmm. it is. It's more that it's not optimized. Yeah. Sure. 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 Oh, I forgot so. to tell everybody I was playing little. Uh, sorry, I played. I played two hours of Little Nightmares two on stream. Oh, it's yeah, a side-scrolling that. horror game. Uh, yeah, that's not supposed to be as scary as it is. That thing freaking <laughs> yeah, it's a scared game. the shit out of me. <laughs> it's really hor- Ugh, my gosh. There's stuff in there that's disturbing, like really disturbing. And I was shocked by that. I thought it was going to be like playing Limbo or something where you're just side scrolling in kind of a cool atmosphere and it'd be a little creepy but there's some shit in that game man if you want to see that oh, it's it looks up on really my YouTube pretty channel. Yeah, it's beautiful but it's oh my gosh just seriously there are moments i thought i was gonna just as scared as i've been in any other game blew my mind it's funny because it's so cute and adorable looking oh wait till you get to the teacher there's nothing cute or adorable <laughs> happening at that school the school sequence, and I'm told it's even worse when I get to the hospital, but the school chapter, which I'm still in toward the tail end of, I think, just horrifying. It's so, that teacher is so freaky, dude. I can't even, I don't even know how to describe that game, but I'm playing that. Oh, this showed a little clip of the teacher. I'm just watching the trailer. I saw the teacher like slap a ruler on a desk. Is yeah. that who you're talking about? Yeah, she's a real piss pot. Not only that, her neck stretches when she thinks she's seen you. You have to stealth around her all the time, and she'll oh just kill God. you. It's really something, that game. Uh, so this is not like, oh, it's scary because it's gross. It's scary because they are they put a lot of effort into like animation and you oh, know, yeah. like mood and that. Her- yeah. Herky-jerky, weird animation. You don't really know why you're even in this world. Uh, it's actually kind of an impressive feat that they could do this with a game that is not a first-person sort of horror experience or even a third-person traditional sort of i mean it it looks really polished like art wise and yeah it's neat it's an unreal impressive it's actually really i I wasn't because i didn't watch you stream it i just saw your tweet but like now that i'm looking at it i'm like it's actually really impressive because it looks adorable but it does there's some slender man business in this it looks like too oh yeah (laughs) yeah lots of like really imagery that is very disturbing and makes you feel very um like a good horror game should do The, the ones that really get me do that really well Anyway, it's great. Oh, chat room sharing clips. That's wonderful. Yeah. This looks um, amazing. I'm going to show this to my wife. Yeah. She'd love a good, scary game, I'm sure. Push that baby, baby right out. Showing up real early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Um, I cannot say enough about Legend of Keepers. Uh, it's my current love affair <laughs> game. I love it. I love it. It's a terrible name, but I love this game. They're about to hit 1.0. In fact, I thought it was going to be this week. I think it's next. Um, so it's basically done, but they, it's been in early access for a bit. I showed, I talked to you guys about it last week, a little bit, talked about it at length on the boob show. So if you want to go hear more there, you can, but basically it just takes some things that I love and mushes them together. There's a little bit of darkest dungeon. There's a little bit of dungeon keeper 
and there's a just a great turn-based RPG happening with some of my favorite like um uh, uh animated sprite stuff I've seen in a really long time. Um mm. you know, speaking of the stuff we were talking about with Metzen's art in pre-show, there's that quality to some of this art in the game where I just love these archetypes. This, you know, a guy will come in with a fiery head and fire coming out of his hands and you just know he's going to be a cool fire wizard guy and it's so iconic and and they just sort of nail the language of the visual sort of just kind of it's almost not like heavy metal but I don't know what to call it it's very cool uh worth checking out uh it's cheap right now I think it's 15 bucks or something and and uh and worth getting and I did I downloaded that uh Valheim thing that everybody's talking about and yeah. played a little bit of it. I haven't gotten too far and I haven't done any co-op, but um, that game is weird. It's like, I mean, so far I'm seeing all the, you know, it's it's a lot of the mechanics you're used to with a lot of survival games, you know, punch this tree, get the wood, build a thing, build a better thing, go do more skills, find stuff. Like it's all that stuff. And then there's elements in that game where I'm not even too like bosses and stuff I haven't done. But what really blew me away about it was when I loaded that up, uh, no one told me about the visuals. I've seen video and went, oh, that looks like a modern, you know, environment uh, a guy, a, a freaking Viking running around this cool forest. And wow, those are really nice sun effects. And it just looks like a pretty game. I didn't know it was like so lo-fi, but because there's so much detail in all of the lo-fi, it ends up looking hi-fi, if that makes sense. It's weird. Like it looks like mm-hmm. Quake era graphics. If you look close, like, I don't know how to explain it. That game is weird. It's freaking weird. And it's so I heard it was right a now. small download. Like one of the, th- one of the reviews I, I read was just like, oh, it's like a 500 meg download, but it's like managed to have more depth than most games. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. It's got all this. Uh, I don't know if it's voxel tech or what it is, but it looks like, like if you look up close, everything's kind of got, they're not squarey Minecrafty. It's more like. I don't know how to explain it. John, you know that game that we played that was the, you go break into the place and you bust, bust stuff up and it's like Minecraft, but really. Uh, yes. Um, what was that called? It's called Teardown. Teardown. It, there's something like Teardown going on visually. Where it's like, it's basic looking, but somehow when it all comes together and you step back from it, you're like, this game looks phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It's really a weird effect. I was kind of blown away by that part of it. I haven't played enough to say much about gameplay other than it feels like one of those games so far, but um, well, I, I bought it. Um, oh, we should play sometime. Then. So if there's some multiplayer, some time to multiplayer it up, I'm curious about it. I just, uh, I've been playing Dyson and other games, but um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I, I did like so you. many people have been talking about it. I'm like, I guess I don't play a lot of survival games. So I'm like, let's try this one out. I think Vikings are cool. I was really enjoying Valhalla. Uh, yeah. And, and I, when, this when, is like, you had said something in our chats about um, impulse. Uh, it was an impulse buy. Same. It here. was an like, impulse buy. I was like shopping around. I'm like, well, it's only twenty dollars. Yeah, it's and cheap. it's like the best reviewed thing in a long time, and a lot of people are streaming it. And uh, Rust and Ark never, you know, appealed to me. And right. but this, like, because it's Vikings, and it looks like there is some cool mythical monsters in it. I don't oh, know. And then no, oh, they said multiplayer. I thought it said one to ten players. I, I don't know, but it. It seemed like there was a lot of, you know, there was a possibility that I could get rope friends into playing uh, it. You can run your own servers, too. So it's got that aspect to it. And, you know, in some ways it's a, you know, it's a it's a a Minecraft mod, but it's not Minecraft 
you know, there's something, I don't know, there's something going on there that's hard for me to put my finger on. It's very cool. It's also the music's yes. amazing and the sound works amazing. I don't know who this team is, but for a five survival megabyte, game for one to 10 players, yeah. like, that sounds like fun. You're getting a bunch of people to play and I don't know, go kill a big thing. Like it's like almost a, I mean, it's like playing World of Warcraft, but not the MMO part. Just right. like a, you know, I don't know. There's like this aspect to it that seems. Yeah, because you basically, I, from what I can tell, you start with hardly anything, and then you build your way up to big castle keeps, and then you're building your own armor and weapons, and and you're leveling up skills just by doing them. Like I noticed right away, I was leveling up jumping because I was jumping a lot, um, and running oh, a lot, and punching things, and I got a, I got leveled up on those skills. So those skills are. Which feels very RPG ish. It's a little more like Skyrim y kind of, you know, the more you use it, the better you get, the more proficient you are. Mm-hmm. And from what I can tell, if you work as a group or solo, and a lot of people really like it solo as well, you get your armor and you get your weapons and you get your stuff. And then you guys are, you know, we go out and hunt down the three headed beast of, you know, Voldemort. There's or whatever. some really big monsters. Like I'm looking at one image where the monster is like the size of a building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so there's, it's like a mix of No Man's Sky and, but Vikings, like it's, it's just a forest and some water. Yeah. You go get resources, build things, build your base. But I can't then, say enough about know, that. This, this weird visual style. I don't even know how to describe it. Like at first, it's almost off-putting when you realize it because you you're like, oh, that's like a quake guy or something. It's like a super low, lo-fi. But then all together, all of these details. Actually, John, I thought of you because it's like a comic book, and you know how, like, if you're reading digital comics, you can zoom in and they have the whole guided view and all that. And sometimes you'll zoom in on a shot and you realize, well, there's some really sloppy ink work in here. But at a distance, it works because it, it you don't need, you can't, first of all, you can't do that kind of minute detail in the little corners, but it all works as the, as the larger image. It's fine. That's how this feels in video game form. It's weird. Just big, beautiful is that, is that vistas. like Risk of Rain style? Like I know what you mean by saying voxel, but it, voxel seems wrong. It's, but it's not like right. That. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It, like it, lots of. I'm trying to think of a game. I've seen other. I've played other games with this like aesthetic to it. That's um. It's almost like <sighs> if PlayStation One games looked good. <laughs> yeah, I can't explain it. It's really odd, but it's neat, man. I think of like the, I've played games like it. Like it's just where it's like it's a deliberate style choice. Yeah, and not so much. Like they're probably able to do pretty amazing things and make it look good without having to have like just gobs and gobs of texture maps. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like it's, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's cool. Well, we'll have to play some more of it. Uh, I didn't play enough to really say. And then uh, finally, uh, as if I haven't talked long enough, um, I I have a lot of caffeine in me. Is the problem? Um, <laughs> so I finally, uh, I just so okay. A while back, pre Christmas. Um, we ended up getting a TV upgrade. We haven't had a new TV in, I don't know, 10 years or something. Old 1080p freaking flat screen thing was dying. And we're like, all right, we're going to do this right. I'm going to get one of those LG UHD freaking OLED screens, like just the 240 hertz fast frame rate, blah, blah. I got the new console. I wanted to take advantage of it. Like, let's just do this right. And so we did. We bit the bullet and got it. But I have, But outside of like Gears 5, I haven't really pushed any of like the uhd or the ultra hd stuff or the what's the what's the color thing uh you whatever it is the 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 crazy dynamic high high def oh hdr that's it the hdr color stuff so and 4k and all that i didn't know i you know i hadn't really put it to the test i played download and played ori and the will of the wisps on there i don't have a ton to say about the game because i haven't gotten very far but holy shit 
I don't think I've ever seen a more beautiful presentation of a game in my life. I was blown away, you guys. Blown away. Yeah. The Ori games are spellbinding. I don't, I haven't played them because I haven't been into the idea of playing the game, but I really just want to look at it. Yeah. Well, that's how this was. It was just like, the game's good. Like, it's a good Metroidvania style. This one's got a little, this, this has some like base building and a little bit of like SteamWorld Dig 2 concepts that the first okay. game didn't have. Uh, I think you'd, I think you'd really like it. It's also challenging. So there's some, you know, hard levels and stuff like that. But visually and sort of animation and, and, and just moving around that world, not to mention the music and other stuff, but I've never seen a game look that good ever. And it's, you know, it's side scrolly. It's, it's 3D elements, uh, but it's not. You know, this isn't like some first-person shooter or something. It's just, it's one of the most stylistic, beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. And what I didn't know about that development team is this is only their second game ever. Um, And now they're owned by Microsoft. So, you know, who knows what they'll do in the future. They'll have money. But they, they started out as a studio that were all separated anyway before pandemic time. So they were all, they built Ori in the Blind Forest, the first game, completely remote from each other. They didn't actually meet face to face until oh, wow. they went to a GDC one year to show off that game. Um, wow. That's amazing to me. Like they should sell their pipeline. Their they should sell their um, uh, like a, a book like how, yeah. to, how to do this. Yeah, like- how to do this? Because during pandemic, they were set for putting Will of the Wisps out in this same way, without all the barriers that you usually run into with this kind of problem. Because they've already done it and. The results are incredible. That game is incredible looking. So I'm just saying, if you have Game Pass and a TV capable of the things I mentioned, 120 frames per second, UHD, um, high uh, HDR, animating all, all the time. Like all, I'm just I'm just watching some video, and it's like oh, it's all the grass seems to be moving. Like things are glowing. Like there seems to be movement everywhere on the screen, even if it's yep. subtle and small. I want to live in that world. Like that's just, it's the most lush, beautiful thing I, I think I've ever seen a video game do. So anyway, it's really something. Uh, moving on. Oh, we talked about No Man's Sky. Anything else to add there, John? Sorry, I forgot. No, to. I'm naming all my planets after Pokemon. <laughs> really? That's I'm naming all doing. my names are all rude. They're all rude. Names. Is that legal? What the Pokemon? I don't know. I don't That's not my care. problem. They didn't. I did name. So I named the planets after Pokemon. I named the systems after generations of Pokemon, uh, which helps me remember which planets are which. It's actually a really good way to keep track of what planets are what by using something that you know, because you go, wait a minute, what was I on? It was kind of a fiery planet from the first system I was in. And then I know, oh, okay, that's Charmander. Go there. It just sticks in my head in a nice way. It's been very convenient. But uh, I still feel the need to name all the animals uh, myself and come up with names for them. And for the first time, I discovered there's a profanity filter in that game. Oh. I did not type a what I felt was a profane name, but maybe it's a, you know, I was making up words. So I'm, you know, naming stuff like flubaflurb and, you know, I typed something and it was like, no, we've registered this as a profane word and you can't use it. You don't remember what it was. You don't remember the name. I had that. You you don't remember the name. It's just nonsense. It was just like Chubinara or something like that. And it was like, Oh, you can't, you can't use that. Vaginista. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing. If VAG is together, it probably goes, nope. Yep. <laughs> we'll yep. have none of that syllable here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have no we'll have no vag on in our game. Thank you very much. Uh well that's exactly. cool. I uh I like your naming convention. I usually do rude rude things like Poo Planet and Poo Planet 2, or um or or it'll look all icy and I'll say, This is cold. A or you know like a, it'd be dumb names like that. <laughs> Cold anus. <laughs> Cold anus. I go. wonder how many after a certain amount of times it's like, dude, a little dialogue changes. Like, dude, stop. <laughs> I just say no and keep doing it. Um, all right, Bo, uh, you've been doing Hearthstone ranked in BGs. Uh, yeah, so I got a confession to make. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, kind of all in on Hearthstone, which is kind of funny timing because you know BlizzCon line. Mm-hmm. We've been kind of like, well, you know, it'll be the Diablo 4 show. We get it. We kind of, you know, like there'll be other stuff, some World of Warcraft, but no one's, I don't think anyone's expecting anything off the wall crazy new. Like maybe there's something a little new, but like no new, like I, the StarCraft 3 is not getting announced, right? Like, you know, we're not expecting a a big announcement in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, um, it just so happens because I've been sort of taking it easy on the kind, you know, switching up the games because I play. I've been super into just getting into Hearthstone. I started with Battlegrounds, but now I'm playing Ranked Ladder. Yeah. So I'm up to gold. And now I'm just like, hmm, I think I might try for Legends. So I'm like, I'm kind of like probably going to drop some money at some point on cracking some packs so I can build some meta decks. That's great. And I'm kind of just been playing every day. I'm kind of in, kind of into it right now. So what's kind of fun is that BlizzCon's around the corner, and now I'm super uh, jacked. Uh, not jacked, but jacked for all the Hearthstone announcements because there's actually a crazy amount of stuff coming. Uh, they're switching out the classic core sets. Right. You know, there's a new expansion. There's apparently the cla- they're doing WoW Classic and Hearthstone, so you can play Hearthstone like it's 2014 or something. Oh yeah, like that. that is basically what they're doing. It's classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's going to be some other new game mode. And I'm just like, I'm I'm super thrilled. I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just. I'm just randomly and suddenly really into this game as of two weeks ago. And now I got a big, crazy show to look forward to tomorrow uh, for that. the game I'm super into. So it's just like it's kind of worked out in a weird way. for yeah, me. I love that. Um, that's actually great. You're going to get yeah. like you have excitement about a thing that's going to get a whole bunch of attention this week. And that's that's yeah, like cool. I was like, we'll get Diablo 4 stuff. I'm excited for it, But I know I'm not going to play that for a while. So it's like it's my excitement's tempered by just. But now I'm like, oh, that may will they announce a new expansion in a week from now? I'm like, yeah. oh boy, you know, like I'm all just like giddy like a kid right now. Yeah. For for what might be coming for that game. You're so. you're making me want to play Battlegrounds, even though I'm terrible at them, but I enjoy it. I that's the only auto battler I enjoy. I really like. Yeah, it. Battlegrounds is quite good. Um, I, I mean, I enjoy playing it, but like I've got I've gotten into ranked just because like to get all your quests and to do they have this new tavern pass like you know battle pass like everywhere else. So I've actually maxed out for the first time, I think, in my life. I have a fully maxed out battle pass. Like, I got all the levels, so I got all the rewards, including the ones I paid for. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and you have to do that because, like, some of the quests are for battlegrounds, but I'm like, I got to go into ranked. And I'm just kind of memeing for a little bit in ranked, like sure. playing just fun, stupid decks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I have enough cards. I've Well, I said this last week, but I've gotten enough cards to, like, build cheap decks. Like, I have every relevant, rare, and common at this point. So... Um, I've started to climb and then I've got a taste for climbing. Now I want to climb more. Um, 
yeah. So I've been playing a lot of that. That's great. Uh, there's not much to report though, but I'm sure we can maybe talk about it next week because BlizzCon will be coming on. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about uh, whatever they announce. I'm hoping there's Diablo Four stuff for us to tear apart next week. That would be good. yeah. Um, and speaking of Diablo Four, I just want to mention it here now in case you guys weren't aware. I think I posted it, but I don't know that we talked about it. But there's going to be a an, a Magic the Gathering ARPG that goes into open beta in March. Oh, called Magic Legends. No, and it's kind of like you get cards, but it's an ARPG. It's top down, you know, four button. Uh, oh, that's what they're showing on um, Epic Store. They're pushing this pre order. Yeah, I think it's going to be on Epic or something like that, which is fine. But like, I'm actually, it looks like it might run janky or it might run good. Like, I'd have to get it in my hands. But it's still an ARPG. It's still some an alternative to you know. I I kind of just feel really concerned about torchlight three and can't pull the trigger on buying it grim dawn just never hooked me um path of exile doesn't have damage numbers which i hate and you know i've played i've considered playing diablo three a number of times but i've just played that game uh, so many times i just can't do it again so uh, i'm looking at magic legends like please be a sleeper hit like because it was it, it magic seems kind of cool i think legends called is magic the card. legends i think that's the card game isn't it no that's arena it's magic colon legends. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, so like, yeah, magic legends open beta. Yeah, it's the one. So like, go to YouTube and look for like, IGN's got some new posted some new videos. Basically, you like equip. Th- it's like it's just like Diablo three, mm-hmm. but um, it, you just gather cards and then you, you pick a, a certain type of planeswalker. You know, you mix and match passive abilities with card abilities, and the thing is, you level up the cards. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, a leveling progression mechanic and it has all the, the seeds to make a great game. It seems to kind of, because creatures are the most common type of card in magic, it seems to sort of emphasize that you'll be summoning a lot of creatures, but you know, they got blue mages and things like that. It's, it looks like it could be really good. Um, Ooh, it looks so pretty, I, I'm, looking I'm at like game. all in, I've signed up for beta, Yeah, but they're going into open beta soon. I don't think I'm going to get an invite to a closed beta. Um, but it goes into beta in March and that's around the corner. So like right now, magic legends, I think is like the big thing I'm looking forward to. It's an ARPG. It's magic. I like magic, the gathering. Um, Ooh, it yeah. looks real pretty. So like, yeah, and it looks good. Uh, so, you know, it's perfect world. So who knows? Like, I think that's a 50, 50 on the yeah. developer behind it, but it'll, if it ties me over to Diablo four, I'm like, I'm super all in on this. Um, pretty, yeah, that's, pretty sure that's they're uh, perfect world might just be. Oh yeah. It's uh game heads. It's cryptic studios is doing the, uh, yeah, but I mean, they've, they've got like online pedigree. They're doing online games. It's with wizards. So as you said, wizards, you know, cares about its properties and IPs, right. especially this new version of mad, the magic, the gathering studio with arena is a real big success and is really fun to play. It feels like it's going to be that B tier quality, like Arena is, where it's like it's a really good video game, but it's not a perfect quality video game. But it gets you there, and you know, certainly the artwork from the, the on the cards is really good. So like, it's <coughs> going to be great. a good product. I, I feel really favorable about this. Um, so hopefully, hopefully it's fun. Was uh, that this going year? Going into well, the yeah. uh, Epic Store actually made me realize Rage Two is free. Right now. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. 
boy, do I feel good about getting a refund for that game. <laughs> now. Yeah, I would actually, now, I wouldn't mind checking it out to see how it improved because I was told it did quite a bit. But by then, everybody was sort of past the hype um, and getting it for free. Heck, I'll. I'll Rage 2? Yeah, remember Rage yeah. 2? I think you I own actually it. like Rage 2. I, play, I mean, there's parts about it I hated. This The beginning of the game is so dumb, but like the shooting is actually good. And, yeah, you know, there's, there's things good, to like shooter. about it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's today. Um, I guess this. Ooh, Sunless Sea after that. Sunless Sea is awesome. Their free games lately have been great, by the way. Yeah, I also picked up the drifting game that's free right now because that seems like that might just be fun. So. I think I own that somewhere from a code, and it is fun. It's cool. It reminds me of graphically, it's like super hot meets racing. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's like a Tron, uh, kind of a Tron vibe. And the, and I love, I love drifting in car games. It's my favorite sort of sub mechanic or whatever. And I love it. And especially in rally games. And apparently the, at least when I played this back in the day, the, the physics model is supposed to be super accurate for a little, for a top down game. Um, yeah, I need to. I'm glad you said this. I got to grab these before they go away. I try to get every free game they have. My library is getting huge. I mean, there's no harm in it. <laughs> Even if yeah, you play I just it. keep. I forget to log in, which is unfortunate. But um, I try to remember once a week, but I didn't this week. So you just saved me uh, from being mad at myself for not grabbing those. Anyway, um, all right, Bo. Anything else? You wanted to mention? Uh, no, that's it. I, I'm really glad we brought up Magic Legends because this is like, well, I'm glad. I'm too. so looking forward to this, like, uh, like crazy. Like, I just I need an ARPG, and I was like, oh my god, I will take this. Like, it's so. It, it's actually weird how. Uh, I I guess I didn't know they were this far along, or that there was video and stuff. I th- I knew about this. I mean, being it's made, still beta, so you know, I guess it was not all done. I mean, I don't know how long beta is going to last for this game, but just that it's free, open beta. Like, I'll play it. You know. Like, also, what an interesting concept to make the cards your ability keys basically yeah like and they probably like are iconic cards too if i'd be willing to bet um you know as well right all right well i just purchased uh or i just got two free games so i feel good about that (laughs) (laughs) nice well done uh all right well got a quick we got a quick email everybody and then uh before we wrap things up and here's that that's a good question we got a question from joel it's actually more of a statement uh, he sent an email to talk to the core at gmail.com. You're encouraged to do the same, everybody. And we get great emails. We love them. So keep them coming. He says, Hey, Scott and crew, I, a quick clarification on that upcoming hard space shipbreaker progress reset. Uh, this is mostly for me, but oh, anyone no, else? That's is, sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, this is one of those cases where I'm not that worked up about it because it's that game's fun enough. I don't mind. I don't mind resetting. It sounds fine. But anyway, it's not for the release version, but rather the next big update to early access, which is 0.4.0. It's apparently quite the update, adding story elements and other big changes to a number of systems. The details from the devs are on the Steam discussion page. That's it, man. Thanks for all your shows, guys. Thanks, says Joel. Um, so yeah, everybody out there who, on my recommendation, either on sale or otherwise, picked up Shipbreaker, um, I haven't played this week in anticipation for this update because... Uh, in that case, yeah, why why do more progress if it's about to update? I'd rather kind of see that update. Now, what they say beyond that, if they're going to do resets, that may determine how much playtime I put in um, before final release. But I'm so excited for these updates. They're doing this really cool story stuff that um, isn't quite in the game in full now. 
And what little there is in story now is very cool and intriguing. So I'm really just stoked to see what their ideas are. Um, Will it confirm if this is actually in the Homeworld universe? A question that there is no answer to and nobody has ever sent us anything about. And there have been no articles about it. As far as I know, it's an unanswerable question. Right. So maybe we'll finally get an answer. Right. As of this update. Yep. You'll hear Adagio for strings and you'll go... You'll hear that music and go, oh, oh, interesting. And then one of the ships you break apart will be a big, long, tall ship, like master ship thing. And you'll be like, oh, and then none of this is going to happen. It's not going to be in the universe. I'm almost 100% sure of it. But you might There's be right, no way John. to know. It's impossible. This There's no way to doesn't know. Exist. You're right. Uh, but anyway, thank you for that email and that update. And that is correct. So for everyone I sold on that game, just know you got a progress reset coming up. Still absolutely worth playing that game as soon as you get a chance. I did want to express one tiny bit of sadness uh, regarding this week in games, and that is there was a game coming out that looked rad, and it turns out is poop. So don't waste your money on it. But it was a game uh, that's part of the Dark Universe. Bo, you probably know more about this. The Tabletop Universe. Dark Universe? Yeah, like uh, Vampire the Masquerade. and um, Tom Cruise was a mummy. (laughs) Not that one. Not that. Not that. Uh, I, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean, though, right? Like the, yeah. um, it's vampires and the werewolves. T- the tabletop and, RPG. Yeah. yeah, it's all that stuff. I don't know a lot about it, but maybe it's the darkness universe. Anyway, there's a game that just hit called Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood, which is supposed to be all with set in that universe. And it had one of the coolest, I'm not, I'll, I'll still stand by this, the coolest intro, CGI intro cinematics of the year. It is really cool. Uh, apparently it's ab- absolute garbage everybody says stay away from it it's terrible uh don't play it so i just wanted to express a little sadness yeah a about- game called werewolf the apocalypse earthblood isn't good <laughs> i mean if you've got to give your game three titles you know something's about to something as bubbles would say something effy is going on here <laughs> i mentioned it on the show the other day i watched just the little trailer for it and yeah i I didn't think it was worth mentioning after that. The trailer looks that's a so shame. Cool. I want I want a good werewolf game. Right, I do too. And the trailer looked like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But then the game, I guess, is just wow. So there was a good trailer, and then the game itself failed to deliver. Weird, right? I know you never Insane. see that <laughs> madness. Well, I mean, you know, it's still sad. It's it's such a tease when something like that happens. Yeah. So. But this is what you do. Okay. You, I've never guys, seen it though. I didn't even hear of this game before. They, they farm it out to the to Blur Entertainment or whoever that is that does all the third party cinematics when you don't have your internal cinematics team like Blizzard or somebody does. And so whenever that happens, you know, I, I always know that that's going to be amazing. But the game they're actually putting it on may not be. This is just one that looked it looked really promising to me, and I guess I guess it's poop. So oh yeah, this trailer is like pretty high like high res. It's nice, right? And it's just cool. Sorry, it's like, werewolf fans. You're going to have to go back to Elder Scrolls 3 Blood Moon. Boom. All right. That's I where think, it peaked. Uh, the, the recent. Oh, yeah. So, the trailer makes it look amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Doesn't that look rad? Like, And yeah, it's it looks- and the, the sound and stuff, really. It's just really cool. I love video game trailers. That's what I'm saying. I love them, even if the yeah, video games I mean, are bad. I think just if you're going to do something that's so different from the base game, you got you to gotta release them both at the same time, or you're just trying to swindle people. There you go. Uh, quick bit of business. If you're around on Saturday afternoons beginning 
of BlizzCon line for that day. Uh, what times it start that day? I still don't know. Hold on. On.com. Okay, so here's the schedule. Um, day two, the 20th. That's this Saturday. Uh, the World of Warcraft Q&A will be both on the Blizzard official channel and the World of Warcraft channel simultaneously. I'm going to be hosting that slash moderating it. Um, nice. I believe there are six of us, maybe I'm seven excited. Total. Yeah, it should be I'm great. Excited. I'm very excited. I okay, just love, I just love like seeing my friend up there killing it and rooting you on. It's just, it's such an exciting thing to look forward. Well, that's to. a nice, that's really nice of you to say. Um, the difference here, obviously in 2018, when I did it, it was on a stage in front of 26,000, uh, <laughs> BlizzCon attendees. If anything, this is more nerve wracking for me because, when you're at BlizzCon, you're there because you love being there and you're f- and you're having fun. And Blizzard can even if even if it's an announcement you're not stoked about, you're still just having fun in the thick of it, right? The, the atmosphere is yeah. great and everything else. I'm Online, halfway across the country, like just in some crazy yeah. place where people dress up like Reinhardt. Like it's great. But online where we're doing this all remote, given the pandemic, it's a little bit more like everyone's a keyboard warrior at home. And I'm just worried there's going to be some a-holes out there. But we'll see. Yeah, but I don't know. Aren't they filtering it for you? Like you yeah, shouldn't have even, any chats open. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, none of that's happening. We're not doing any of that. Like, yeah, you they, don't have you, to have you, chats open. Don't. You have a this handler. This is you right? talking to devs just like you're talking to us right, <laughs> right. now. This should be old hat for you, Scott. It this is. is just you doing a podcast podcast with a bunch of devs and you have questions that people send in for them yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna rock it yeah but here's and the difference de- definitely sure no don't look at the comments boxes. because it's just gonna be people being like hey right. blizzard here's the difference though pvp gonna not be here's here's well. the difference they're gonna be people listening to this show there are twenty thousand of you and we'll interact with a few hundred of you that reach out and email or talk to us and chat or whatever and you're all nice and it's great. It's a manageable number. 20 grand or 20 grand, 20,000 people. Hey, send us a dollar each, everybody. That'd be great. <laughs> yes. But 20,000 of you listening is, yeah, I am used to that. 250,000 <laughs> up to a million or more people watching. I don't know. That's different. I'm not nervous in the way that I'm not nervous like this isn't going to work out. It's going to be fine. I just know the community can be a little harsh sometimes. So yeah. tune in, check it out. It's going to be fun. 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Mountain Standard, my time. It's like John might be sitting right while you're doing that. John might be having a nerve wracking day of his own with a baseball glove in the hospital <laughs> trying to catch. His, <laughs> you know, just so if you're feeling nervous, think about picture John trying to catch his, his, his little guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or you can think about me just like cheering you on at home. Sure. Yeah, I'll probably be stuffing my face with naked. I'm terrible. picturing you naked eating uh, blueberries. And uh, the thing right. I'm that sad about is it. that we can't we can't spend the lead up to it doing what we did last time at blizzcom which was you and i sitting off to the side of some overwatch panel just making terrible fun of it yeah that was great i enjoyed that (laughs) i don't remember what we were making fun it wasn't the people it wasn't really making fun of overwatch we were just making fun of everything we possibly could just to lighten the mood and have a good time yeah my least favorite part of that year was I was upstairs for part of that in the press room. That may have been where we were making fun of it. I don't remember. But we were up in the press area, and they had scheduled interviews for me during my time that I'm supposed to be on stage. And I remember being annoyed by that. So, like, every once in a while, a guy would get on the speaker and go, "Uh, we got Scott Johnson in the instance uh, meeting with so-and-so. Come up front and get ready. I'm like, no, I'm not here then. I'm down there. I'll be on that screen. Like in five minutes, yeah. what are you guys even doing? I remember being annoyed because they were not, okay. 
they all have different jobs or people they're trying to manage. There's a lot the of press. people trying to get it. All. I get yeah. it, but I remember being like, "Oh, don't do this to me!" And they all seemed annoyed that <laughs> I wasn't gonna be there. Well, maybe next time you you, you bring like uh, we'll bring a wig and another get a, another copy of your glasses and you can send one of us in. Oh, that's a great idea, John. Yeah. Do- send John we'll we'll uh, doppelganger. Yeah, we're it. Yeah, we're John both going. dead ringers for John. Will you, go so. in as me. You go in as Garrett and. And say, <laughs> I'll call it Garrett. You can, you I'm say, Garrett Weinzirkel. You can say, I'm, I'm Weinzirkel. <laughs> yep. I grew like a whole foot. I'm Weinzirkel. <laughs> I have cool hair and I like cars. Yay. And then they'll let you. Yeah, and I grew my hair set. out long. Yeah. It'll be all set. Anyway, if you want to yeah. watch it, 1 p.m. Pacific, Saturday, come check it out. Uh, there's going to be some really good stuff. And there are things that didn't leak. Okay. Yeah, so you know, plenty God, I like about. this idea. I want John and I to, to role play as the instance host. All right, like, do it. I'll be Garrett yeah, we can and do it sometime. you can be Scott. Do when it. we go to BlizzCon. Yeah. yeah. The next time we're at a physical BlizzCon, we got plans now. This is going to be great. Anyway, who knows when that'll be. I hope it's soon. Uh, that's it. That's the show. And uh, a reminder on that email address to send us yours at talktothecourtgmail.com because we'd love to hear from you. Okay? All right. Uh, we're at patreon.com slash core show. And that's important because that's how we keep the lights on on this show. So if you would like to contribute even a little bit, you can. There are great benefits to have and reasons to do it. You just got to go check it out at patreon.com slash core show. Uh, what else? Is that all I got? Frogpants.com slash core. Uh, core pod on Twitter. You can also find John at John underscore Jagger. You can find Bo at Bo Schwartz. You can find me at Scott Johnson. And every week we do this on uh, Thursdays now at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's 5 p.m. Mountain, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. So come check us out and watch us live at twitch.tv slash frogpants. I think that's going to do it. John, uh, parting words of wisdom? Sometimes you can't take care of each other, and in those cases, take care of yourself, John ejaculated. (laughs) (laughs) The most deadpan ejaculation I've ever heard. Oh, man. You might have premature, just kidding. Uh, but Bo, what's your final uh, thought? I don't have anything wise to say. I just want to say love you guys, and it was a pleasure to be here again, and love everyone at home. Oh, that's it. That's nice of you. Somebody today earlier asked on Twitter, said, we need a new uh, rant from Bo. I said, well, some of those those just come. So you can't yeah. plan them. They just happen. So yeah. if there's, I've been trying to keep calm these days, too, so I'm not, <laughs> not trying to get worked up about things so much, but it's it's bound to happen. Somebody, It's the video game industry, folks. Somebody's going to do something stupid. Oh, yeah. Someone will fairly free, soon. Someone will free to play themselves into a hole, and Bo's going to bark him right out of there, so you watch. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week with more. Until then, stay safe, and we'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.